Hello, you. It's the afternoon. Uh, we're getting some free curry later on, everybody. Uh, we're getting uh, Suki sending us in some vegetarian curries and bits and pieces and things and stuff like that. About half past four, I think. So that should make for entertaining radio for the listener. Us chomping away on uh, 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 an onion bargery or some such. Please to uh, meet you. Oh, they've disappeared. Whoever that was just calling then, give us a call again. We'll, we'll, we'll put you straight to air. 08709090973 is the telephone number. It's Wednesday. Can I just say, I've fallen in love. Scarlett Johnson. She's nice. The thing is, I don't know who the hell she is. Got no idea. The Scarlett Johnson woman, she's got Golden Globes. Uh, or I think she won them last night or didn't quite win them. She's on the front page of The Star, which, as we know, is Britain's premier newspaper. Put them through. It's going to line two. Uh, it's, it's going to be a bit of a random show today, isn't it? It doesn't really matter. If anyone can tell me who Scarlett Johnson is, what she's been in, she's stunningly beautiful. Easily the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. I genuinely think I'm in love. If there's any way I can get in touch with her. Oh, wait, 7090909973 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. There's someone who keeps calling up and bottling it and putting the phone down. If they call up again, just whack, just push the button and, and, and whack them through. It's a little bit dangerous because they might do something very naughty. Um, but we'll say, someone can tell me who Scarlett Johnson is and how I get to meet her, that would be nice. That would be lovely. But that's not exactly what we want to talk about today. We've got a load of stuff, uh, including the, um, uh, Alison Bell thing. We'll do a little bit later on. Who is your favourite child? If you're a parent, who's your favourite child? I, I reckon that most people, uh, most parents, of course, if they've got more than one child, one of them you must like more than the other. It's personalities, isn't it? You know, it, it, I've got friends, and I like some of them more than others. I've got parents, I like my mum more. You know, it works both ways. If you're a parent, who is your favourite child? And think about it for a bit. You may think that you haven't got a favourite child, but just think about it for a little bit. You probably have, haven't you? 0870 Let's go to line 10. Oh, they keep bottling it. We'll leave them then, we'll leave them. There's someone who's, um, <laughs> it comes up, when some of you ring in, it comes up on the screen with either, either your phone number, or if you're a regular caller, it may have your name. And this one just says, crank caller, warning, do not put to air. So, but, uh, maybe there's a reason for that. Call in and be honest and tell me who your favourite child is, uh, out of them. And wh- is there a reason for it? Is, or is it just one of those, um, you know, random things? And who's your favourite parent? My favourite parent's my mum. It easily, always has been, easily. She's the nicer of the two, without a shadow of the doubt. Who is your favourite parent? Uh, and do you feel guilty for thinking that way? I don't think you should. It's only human nature. We can't like people equally. We've got to have a favourite, haven't we? 0870 is the phone number. Um, Lindy is in the Tripstead. Hello, Lindy. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Nice. Did you hear? Did you hear our Mario on the news there? Oh, was that him? That's Mario from the Wilsden on the news. He's suddenly become a journalist. Yeah. Excellent stuff. The man in Parliament Square. Yes, he's a good lad, Mario. We like him. Anyway, Lindy, what can I do for you? Why have you called in today? Because I've got four children. Who's the favourite? I haven't really got one, but every Lindy. day it changes. Depending oh, really? on who's annoying me the most? Oh, so you got so if if one of them's being particularly naughty, they'll be the, at the bottom of the list. Yeah, definitely. And do you feel guilty for that, or do you just think ah, you know? No, as long as it wasn't every day, then yes. I feel guilty. But who who is the favourite favourite one? I haven't got one. But, but okay, but just think think carefully. <laughs> Which of your four children do you love the more? I don't. St- 
You did, but you must. I, I'm I not buying this. No, I couldn't say that. That would be terrible. But but it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be terrible. It would be human nature. It's completely natural for you as a loving. And by saying that, you're not uh, ignoring or decrying or doing bad to the three other children. Instinctively, naturally, there'll be one that you like more. No. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. I did. I love my mum more than my dad, though. Yeah, I think. I, I think the way that it generally works is the boys like their mums better and girls like their dads better. That's. Oh, I like my mum better. Really, mums. Yeah. But I think mums are brilliant, aren't they? Dads are a little bit rubbish. Mums are superb. Yeah, my dad was really rubbish. Yeah, my mum was great. Yeah, mums. I think mums can do no wrong, and I'm sure all of your children love you. Belinda, just very quickly remind me which is your favourite child. <laughs> I haven't got. One. I don't believe you, but thank you very much. I don't believe her. Because we're starting, it's, we're, we're easing ourselves into the show, I'll, uh, let her, um, get away with that. But I don't believe her. If you're a parent with two or more children, you must like one of them more than the other. It's a simple fact. And all this, oh, yeah, but if I say that, I feel guilty. Oh, I feel really bad. Oh, no, I can't. It, no, it doesn't matter. It's natural. You can't fight it. 0870-9090-973. Is there anybody in London brave enough to admit that they have a favourite child? Nadia's in the Clapham. Hello, Nadia. Hello. Hello. You are right. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Cool, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Big up <laughs> yourself, Nadia. Big up. Okay. <laughs> Shout out. Um, I want to say my favourite parent. Is yes. Who is your favourite parent? Now, you're a girl. My I'm, dad. A, yeah, I'm a girl. You see, I, 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 get, I got that uh, by the name and the voice. Uh, so your favourite is your dad? Yes. Any reason? Because if I have a problem and I go and talk to him... Yes. Then he would just... He wouldn't get mad. He would just try and talk to me about it. Yes. But if it's my mum, she'll start shouting. Mum's... M- your mum start. Hey, my mum starts shouting, but sometimes it's what I need is to be shouted at by my mum. And I'm 32 years old, for goodness sakes. <laughs> she threatens uh, to s- smack me now. I-, I tell her it's illegal, but she doesn't care, for goodness sakes. So, Nadia, and do you think that you... Uh, have you got brothers and sisters? Yeah. Who... Do you think I that... I think my dad, he loves me and my, bro- my two brothers the most. He, uh, your dad loves you more than your two brothers? No, I've got two brothers yeah. and two sisters. Oh, right, okay. Oh, so, hang on. Your dad likes you and your two brothers, but not your two sisters? No, I don't think so. Is it, why is that? Is that because they're, like, they're particularly because naughty, because they're obnoxious no, little no, so-and-sos? No, no, they're more close to my mum. Ah, you see. And there's nothing wrong with that, is there? That's not, it's not mm-hmm. a, a slight on your dad or your mum that they've got favourites. No, it's but just he natural. would never say it, though. I'm sure he would never, ever say that. He should say it, though, shouldn't he? <laughs> he should be man enough to say it, shouldn't he, Nadia? <laughs> You should be man enough to sit down and say, right, listen, children, you three are like, but you that's, two that's I'm not, not so sure about. Huh? If my dad told me that I'm not his, actually, I, wasn't, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, of course you wouldn't. But... Bit of honesty, bit of honesty, it's what you need these days, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Why, well, no, Nadia, may I ask how old you are? I'm 16. Why aren't you at school? Because I, I go to college, isn't it? Yeah, well, why aren't I you there? Already. You finished? Yeah. You finished at 13 minutes past three, Nadia? No, I finished well, at 12 what, o'clock. You finished at four o'clock? Twelve o'clock. What, what college is this? Lazy college? <laughs> How can, what, what can you be studying that finishes at twelve o'clock noon? Because, ah. Uh, Come on, on give Wednesday, it to me. we finished school early. Why? Is it, this is a free study period, is it? Yeah. Well, why aren't you well, studying? Because, because I'm listening to you. Turn it off and go and study. Okay. What, what, may I ask what you're, what you're studying, please, Nadia? I'm doing psychology. Easy. I did psychology. It's easy. 
Freud, Freud, Pavlov and Jung. That's all you need to know. Yeah, that's it, you know. I don't know why I'm doing it. Yeah, exactly. OK, because it's a DOS. What else are you doing? Um, English. Yeah, boring. Oh, yeah, it's I hot. don't like English. No, it's boring, isn't it? It's boring. It it's should be boring. good because it's books, but they choose boring books. Mm. Why don't they choose good books? I don't. They should let us choose the books. They, <laughs> man, they. Sh- oh, do you know what, Nadia? They mm. should let you choose the books. Well, we're the ones studying it. Yeah, exactly. So you should choose books that you like, like Judy yeah. Bloom and stuff. Do you like yeah. Judy Bloom? Huh? I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm speaking in an old man's way, trying to sound hip to uh, young uh, people. <laughs> so, uh, Nadia, so listen, would you prom- promise me, once you finish this phone call, you're going to switch off the radio and go and do some work? Yeah. Promise? It's all right with you, though. Yeah, it's fine with me, Don't honestly. Do you want people to, to Ah, do you know what? We've lost so many listeners recently, Nadia. One more won't matter. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Okay. Okay. T- take care. Bye. Go and study. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, put the phone down. You put the phone down. Normally Shut put up. The phone down, put the phone down, because I've got to go to Richard Haker in the travel. He'll be angry. <laughs> okay, I'll put the phone Thank down. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, do it then. Put the phone... Normally, f- don't you just cut people off? Yes, you're right. We do. We just do that there. Richard, I can only apologise. Let's get the latest travel news now from Richard Haker. I'll let you off. Following a large gas leak in Bassey. Oh, they bottled it again! I'm sorry, this is all self-referential and behind-the-scenes stuff. I shouldn't... I should be professional and not be banging on about it. But there's a caller who keeps calling in. Just as we go to put them to air, they put the phone down. And uh, it's, it's kind of a little bit dangerous to put them to air, but because uh, of what they may or may not get up to, I don't know. Listen, uh, who is Scarlett Johnson? She is fit. She's not, that, that's not the kind of look I normally go for, the sort of pretty young blonde. It's not, that's not the look I go for at all. But... Uh, I think I'd like to give her a lovely big kiss and stuff. Who, who the hell is she, though? I'm, I'm a little bit out of the pop culture thing at the moment, so I don't know who she is. Uh, if you can let me know how I can meet her, that would be nice. Uh, and if you're a parent, and be honest about this, I'm asking you to be really, really honest. Um, Anna Rayburn uh, raised her eyebrows when I brought this topic up. I don't know why. Surely this fits in exactly with the kind of show that she does, I would have thought. Who is your favourite child? Be honest about it. Really think about it. And say, well, actually, yeah, do you know what? I prefer my daughter over my son. Or I, I prefer him over her. And I feel a little bit bad for saying it. And I won't tell you off. I won't criticise you. I just want to genuinely know. I want an honest answer. And if, see if we can work out why this happens. 0870 Jonathan is in the Putney. Hello, Jonathan. Oh, I'm in Tottenham Court Road, actually. Um, I, I have to say, this sounds sad, but me and my wife never had children, but we have... We've got two cats, and we do have one that I prefer to the other. Which is your favourite? My favourite, uh, Ziggy. Ziggy? What, who, what's the other cat called? Bunty. 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 And why do you prefer Ziggy over Bunty? Is it because of the David Bowie connection? Hey, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm one of those old men that rang out the other day that's passed it at 50, living in a bungalow normally, but I'm out again today on the good, transit. Good, Well, well done. You're out a day early, but never mind. We, we, <laughs> we don't mind that this time. <laughs> And so why do you prefer Ziggy? What does Ziggy do that Bunty doesn't do? Well, she's more, he's more affectionate. Bunty's a little bit yeah. scary. We think something might have happened in her younger days that frightened her, because we, we took Bunty's... them because they were going to be put down. We saved them. Or something, oh, you know. well, well done you, Jonathan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, they call it one of these Heaven's Gate places, you know, where you go and get animals that might be... Well, you go and pick cats that, that, that will live, and the cats you don't pick, they yeah. die. So, so basically, you went in there and you said, you, you, "Yes, you saved two cats. You sentenced five hundred others to imminent death, Jonathan. Shame on you!" I know. Shame I know. on you. 
Yeah, who was your friend, uh, the person that rang up on the news with that Parliament Square traffic? I just come round there, there's nothing there. Uh, well, I believe that may have, I don't know what the situation is, it's cleared up, but would you yeah. like to record a report for us saying that there's nothing there now? Because that was Mario in the Wilsden on the news. Well, I'll tell Mario, it's perfectly clear, I'm at the Tottenham Court Road, right at the top, just going down Euston Road, and that's clear as well. Brilliant. Jonathan, yeah, we'll, Jonathan, we'll put that on file and we'll, we'll submit that to the newsroom. If they wish to use it, then so be it. Uh, but with the, you remember, you are a, a cat murderer, uh, so they probably won't want to broadcast any of the words you have to say. Also, a very old man. Kim is in the Edmonton. Hello, Kim. Hi, Ian. Hello, Kim. How are you? I just want you to ring my grandson up. What, and speak some sense Please, to him? Would you? What, 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 why? Well, he, he loves you. Yes. He thinks you're the real business. Yes. Right, he's working at the moment in the Romford Road. Yes. And uh, a Johnny Depp look-alike. Is, is he? Yeah. Wow, that sounds very yeah, handsome. Yeah, uh, Can I give you his number? Well, don't give it to us now, because no, we're on the radio. No, no. Kim, but, but yeah. is, Kim, will he be listening to the show now? Oh, yeah. Well, he'll yeah. know that you've called in, then. Well, this is what I've told your man that rang me. Agent Chris is the man. Chris. Chris. Yeah, Agent Chris. Adrian Crisp. Yeah. Yes. Doesn't so it, matter. Is Kim, is Kim your real name? No. Oh, Kim is a pseudonym. What's your real name? Iris. Okay, so, so, it, uh, your, Iris is, is, is your real name, but we won't mention that again, just in case he does pick right, up on that. Right, So, uh, and are you from Edmonton? No. Where are you from? <laughs> Hartford, hey. So, Iris... And now he's gonna wear that, isn't he? Oh. Oh, don't worry. Oh, don't gosh, me. yes. Yes, I didn't, I hadn't even thought of that. That's a little bit stupid on my yeah, part, sorry. Well, well Kim, Kim from the Edmonton, maybe he missed that. Maybe he was having a lovely cup of tea or hopefully, something. Hopefully, hopefully. Well, cos you, you know we do do a thing where we phone people up at random... Oh, no. ...and they're allowed to ask me one question. Oh, right. Well, well, they can ask me any question they want. Yeah. What's, what's his name? Billy. Billy. Well, Kim, I'll tell you what, if I put you back to Adrian Crisp... Yeah. ...if you give, uh, him Billy's number... Okay. ...we'll see if we can talk something oh, out. cheers, Ian. Take care. Bye. But, oh, Kim! What? Is he, is he your only grandson? No. Yeah, only grandson, yeah. Only, uh, uh, but you've got a granddaughter? Yes. Who's your favourite out of the two of them? Um, I haven't really, I haven't really had... But if you had to pick one, if you had to... If you had to pick one... Yeah. If, if you had to pick one, which one would you pick? The two of them. But if, but, But. supposing you had to pick one... Yeah. Which one would you pick? I couldn't. But if you had to? Oh, I couldn't. Suppose, okay, but supposing you had to... Yeah. Which one of the two would you pick? The eldest. Which is... I'm not telling you. It's the boy. <laughs> you pick the boy. Good girl, Kim! We got there in the end. Go back to Adrian, uh, Adrian Crisp. Take, uh, Billy's number. The one that she would save if the, the house were burning. Uh, 0870 It's a slightly cruel theory, but I think it's true. I think it holds water. Uh, but you've got to be completely honest with me today. Otherwise, this won't work. Uh, and by the way, after yesterday's show, The Polite Show, I, I had so many emails yesterday and this morning. Uh, half saying, this is the worst, most boring show we've ever done. The other half saying, it's the best show we've ever done. Isn't that weird? We're kind of almost back to normal, I think, now. I think we've, uh, appeased the mighty people at the, uh, Ofcom. Uh, Ian, who does that fantastic Would I song? I was singing it yesterday watching Celebrity Big Brother, and my biological brother couldn't stop creasing himself. Creasing himself? Is that it? Have I read out some kind of sexual slang for onanism here? I don't know. Uh, Martin, it, it's Chico Arnez and his orchestra, uh, would I? Uh, Ian, Scarlett Johnson played Vicky Fowler in EastEnders. I don't think that's the same person, Jane, in the Bromley, but bless you. Uh, Sam in the Dulwich can maybe give us some information. Sam, who is Scarlett Johnson? Hey, hey, how you doing, Ian? Hey, man, how's it going? Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Cool, um, cool, cool, cool. It's actually Scarlett Johnson, it's Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett who? Your phone c- clicked out. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, hello? Yeah, hi, hi. Yeah, it's, 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 it's Scarlett Johansson. Johnson. Right. 
And who is Scarlett and, Johnson? Yeah, she's a Hollywood actress, and she's been in um, a film with Bill Murray called... Ghostbusters uh, 2. Lo- Lost, in, Lost in Translation. Oh, is that the one where they're on the island? No. And the plane crash? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that, the no, one no, with no, the plane no. crash? No, that's the one she was in, the film The Island, with uh, Ewan McGregor. Is that the one with the plane crash? And there's I the spook, the spooky, they've got the hatch, and who's in the hatch? Is it a, a computer room or, or not? No, no, that's Lost. She's in that? Which one is she in that? I don't no, know. No, she, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, she, she's not in Lost. She's in the film called The Island with Ewan McGregor. Oh. And she's also in another film. film with Bill Murray called Lost in Translation. I, yeah, I'm going to pick you up on that one, Sam. I don't think Bill Murray is in Lost. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've, seen, no. I've seen it. I'm on series two. I, I don't remember seeing Bill Murray in there. No, no. He's in The Royal Tenenbaums and Ghostbusters 2. Yeah, yeah, and he's also, he's, you're winding me up, he's also in a Honestly, film. I'm not. He's also, hey, you are. I you're like, it's not a nice day, is it? Come on, let's go back to tomorrow. I, yesterday. G- g- wow, if only we could. Have you got the means to take us back there, Sam? No, but, oh, you're, oh. It's not right. Okay, let's start again. Okay, please. I wish we could. Because <laughs> right. all it is, right. let me explain. I've got a copy of the Daily Star here. Yeah. Uh, on the front page is a picture of Scarlett Johnson, Golden Globes. Johnson, Johansson. Uh, Johnson. And she looks absolutely beautiful. Who yeah. the hell is she? She's I don't think she's in Lost. No, she's not in Lost. Neither is Bill Murray. No, Bill Murray's in Lost in Translation. Which is a film. <laughs> Lost in Translation is what Scarlett Johansson is in, alongside Bill Murray. And The Island, which is nothing to do with the hit TV series Lost, um, is uh, another film she's in. Hello? Ian, can you hear me? Ian? Hello? Ian? Hello, Ian? Anyone? You can hear me? He's <laughs> put down the phone. No, he play, he's playing... He's playing silly, he's playing silly. He's very silly. Hello, hello, Ian, hello. Ian at the LBC. Hello. Hello. Hello? Yes. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Who is this? This is Aparna. Oh, you're a phoner? Yeah. Who are you? (laughs) I'm another phoner. Nice to meet you. Who are you? (laughs) All right. I'm calling Ian Lee. Oh, cool! I'm I'm on the I'm on the um I'm on the the phone to Ian Lee at the moment. Oh, are you? That's yeah. What do you What do you want to ask him? I want to tell him that he's an idiot. Oh, you want to tell him he's an idiot? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Ian, if you can hear me, apparently another caller is calling you an idiot. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm hello. Yeah. Oh, you can hear me as well. Oh no, we must have got we must have got cross right wires. Okay. Hey, hang on, just hold for a minute. Is he on yeah. the phone with someone else? We can hear the radio near you. Sir. You can hear him still. Radio, yeah. Hello. Yeah. Oh, am I? Who are you? 
Uh, my name is uh, Sam Ashley Smith. Okay. Who are you? Who is this? Did you tell him that he's an idiot? Uh, no, well, I can tell him again. I Ian, you're an idiot. For, what's your name? I just want to tell him that if he had to choose one eye... One eye. Three till 6.30, Monday to Friday. Mm, we're trying to find out who Scarlett Johnson is. I apologise if I'm being thick uh, and uh, naive. I, I, you know, I don't know much about films, to be honest. I see very few modern films. I tend to watch the... Uh, I nearly, You know you get those magazines where, where you get a free DVD and there's like 100 issues. The first issue, it's 50 pence, then it's 7.99. I nearly bought one of those today. It was in Smith's. It's like Hong Kong Movie Legends. And it had, you got Drunken Master free with it. Jackie Chan film on DVD. Uh, 0870-9090-973. Who is your favourite child? And if I had to pick, I think I'd keep my right eye. Yeah, I'm just doing something on the computer. I'll, I'll do that in a minute. I'll look like that in a second. Uh, hello, this is three hour... Well, whatever, you don't get it, care, do you? Uh, we're asking, do you have a favourite child? If you're a parent, be honest about this. I want honesty today. Very rarely do I ask for honesty. But today, I'm demanding it. Who... Is your favourite child? And think about it. If you want to phone up and use a different name, then please feel free to do that. Uh, you know, that's, that's entirely up to you if you don't want to... Uh... Oh, dear. Uh, sorry, just filthy email. Uh, if you want to use a different name so you don't upset your children, then please do. But you must have a favourite child. And if you are a child... Who's your favourite parent? And don't phone up and say, oh, yeah, because my dad, you know, did this, this, and oh, my mum did this. Just, if you come from a normal... Normal. Hey, what does that mean these days? Well, it means normal. If you come from a normal family, who's your favourite parent? 0870-9090-973. Sheila's in the Cockfasters! Hello, Ian. Hello, my love! Hello! Hello! I'm right. Were you on Clive Ball show last night, or did I... I what were you banging on about? Oh, some rubbish. Some old rubbish. <laughs> he it, was getting a bit boring. He, he, he was... Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's not you, it's not him, it was the callers. He was, fair play, he's just got back from being poorly, hasn't he? So he's, oh, his no, voice is still... Forgive him. Well, well, well I, I didn't hear all of the show. What were they being boring about? Well, just phoning up about such... I can't... Do you know what? It was so boring. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sure it was... Ex I, can't I'm sure blame, I can't Clive Balam Bob, Clive Balam Bob, Clive Balam Bob, yeah. Clive Balam Bob. I love that. Me and Chris have been singing that song all day for some reason. Oh, it's terrific. I mean, it wasn't him, it was the call. Yes. What was the and you turned it round and saved it, did you? Pardon? You turned it round and saved it. Well, I don't think I got very far. There was some good... Lynn, Lynn, um, in Forest Gate was having a bit of a rant. That was good. Oh, no, she gets on my wick. She... <laughs> oh, she really does. She, I think she's funny. She's mental. <laughs> Richard, Richard was good. Talking about homosexuals in the Bible, it was. <laughs> it was only heard half an hour of the show. It was some half an hour. It's got to be said. His voice irritates me. Hello, Clive. <laughs> Hello, Clive. Oh, please. <coughs> I can't talk like that. It's a great show, just like yours is. Oh, his is. His is much, much better. We know that now, Sheila. Yes. Do you have children, please? Right now. Yes. Let me tell you this, and I mean it one thousand percent. Right, you can't have more than a hundred percent. Right. <laughs> it's, it's a mathematical impossibility. Listen, we've got two gorgeous daughters. One's 24, one's 28. And I can honestly tell you, my husband and I... That you prefer the older one. ...have never had a favourite. We have adored them equally. Everything we do for them is equal. Yeah. We don't treat one without the other. Yeah. We, I can, and I think that is because... But which one's your favourite? 
Absolutely, we do not, and I can tell Is it the older one because she came first, or the younger no, one because I you'd learnt your mistakes? I was just so grateful yes. that I could have children. Because, listen, I was 30 when I got married. Oh, crikey, what? I you were sitting on the shelf a long 30, time. Right? And I didn't have my first... You ugly. I was married 18 months. Yes. And then five that would explain years it. Late, so the second one came along. Okay. And, and don't go into any more detail, because I've got the vague, vague idea of how it works. <laughs> but there must be one that you prefer. No! There must be! Listen, a woman... You are talking nonsense, Sheila! A, the woman before that was talking that wanted to ask you something, and you weren't talking... Oh, I don't know what happened there. There was a mistake. Well, she said, if, with your two eyes, if you, if you had to have the choice of which one... You didn't want. Which one would you choose? I'd, I'd, I'd keep the right eye. Oh, I see. Yeah, oh. I'd keep the... Which, which one of your, your daughters would you choose? Uh, neither! Well, then why, why bring that up, then? Neither! I, what she meant was you want both your eyes. But I'd, I'd prefer my right eye over my left eye, yeah, definitely. You, it's, you, I think my right eye... Actually, I think my right eye is more uh, useful, yeah, it's better I, looking, I, it's more intelligent, <laughs> it's got nicer hair, well, and it's friendlier to me. Well, both my daughters are absolutely... You're a liar. You're a liar. And I'm an absolute... I'm truthful... Okay, do you think... Do you think that both your daughters like you and their dad equally? Or do they have a favourite? Do you know I've never asked them? Ask them. Ask them tonight. It may make you cry, but you you need to know. I have never asked... I've just taken it for granted. Yeah, you're wrong, though. They don't... They will have a favourite. They might... Listen, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Yes. I bet it's not you. My husband and I... we, 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 We adore them equally. Yes. But which one's your favourite, though? <laughs> you won't get me to say that, but because they're both as equally wonderful. Supposing you had to pick one? I wouldn't. I'd pick them both. But supposing you couldn't? No. Supposing you had to? It, it, it wouldn't occur. OK, all right, Sheila. OK, here we go, here we go. Here's, OK, here's, 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 I've been trying to think of a way of doing this is, isn't nasty. I think I've got one. You have won. Around the world trip, all expenses paid yeah. are on on the QE2. There's a little bit of they've even got Concorde out. You right. can get to go up to space for a little bit, but you can only pick one of your daughters to go with you, and they both really want to go. They both really want to go. Yeah. Which one would you take with you? I wouldn't go. Oh yeah, it is such. You wouldn't go to I space. Wouldn't, I, you wouldn't go to space. I would not. Nonsense. Go. No, absolute. I I wish I could prove it to you. Yeah, I wish you could, but you can't because you're talking out of your bottom, Sheila. If you were offered the chance to go to space and you could only pick one of your daughters to go with you, I was trying to find a way of, of uh, putting that that didn't involve a burning building or a sinking ship. We've, it's a trip to space. That's how we're doing it now. That's how we're doing it now. Uh, Vicky's on the HMS Belfast. I'm not on it. I'm by it. I'm in the pub. Hmm. Yeah. Why are you... That's a good way of spending the afternoon. Are you looking for a sailor? No. I've got a song no, for you. I've got no a song for you. What? I've got a song for you. Go on, then. It's from that's from DJ Foss, who I believe his real name is Aww. Lee in the Bromley. Can, can someone send that to me? Oh, That's I, d- wicked. I will. I will forward it on to you at some point. It's good enough. Oh, yeah, it's really wicked. 
cheers. Oh my god, I'm a rap star. You're talking like an old woman. It's oh, that was really wicked. That young dancer <laughs> tune that you played, really wicked tune that was. Funky young tune. She said funky. She <laughs> said funky, which is fine and dandy, uh, indeedly doodly. Yes, what do you want? Um, I just phoned in because I do every day, and I just start phoning in. Who's your favourite child? Is it the stroppy boy or the or the annoying girl? I don't have a favourite. But if you had to but pick... If they were going to space, it'd be you, because you would want to go to space more than Jessica. Mm, so he's your favourite. That's, that's... No, he's not my favourite. You... That's a polite way of saying no, he's your favourite. It's, it's knowing my children and knowing that he'd like that more than she would. Oh, interesting. So he's your uh-huh. favourite. He's your favourite. No, he's that's not my favourite at all. <sighs> do you have a favourite child? Yes, yes, it's my, my, my third born. Your third? Yeah. I didn't know you had children. Yeah, I've got keep four. Keep them quiet. Got, well, yeah, I do, I, I keep them very quiet. Yeah. Got four of them. What's their names? Uh, Tanika, Tanisha, Martin and Joseph. Oh, they're really, really classic British names, aren't they? Well, they were well, just nice names. I guess I just thought they were kind of hip and funky. Well, they were 15 <laughs> years ago when they were born. Now... They, what, they, they're quads? What? They, you've yes. got quads? Yes, yeah, quads. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tanisha, yeah you... Tanisha's my favourite. Is she? Easily. Why? Yeah, the others are little so-and-sos. Why? Just because she's more attractive, she's friendlier, she gives me better presents. Does she? Yeah, yeah. Really? Why are you on a, why are you on a boat? I'm not on a boat. I'm in the pub. Why? Oh, well, it's a silly question, isn't it? You're having a booze up. uh, No, I'm not having a booze up. I'm drinking water. A right royal booze up on the HMS Belfast with (laughs) you and a dozen sailors. Hello there. I wish I was with a dozen sailors. If there are any sailors by HMS Belfast, they want want to come into the pub and come and say hello, then they can. What pub are we in? I don't even know what pub. That's interesting. You, that was funny. You know, Vicky it's asked. Right. Vicky asked a question, and there was no other voice there. But she pretended there was. You're on your Can own. You say something. Just say, say something so he knows I'm, uh, no I'm with somebody. Hang on. Hi. Well, that's just Vicky talking. <laughs> that's not me. Well, that's the same voice. No, it's not. Is it's this? Not. Say it again. Hang on. Hi, Ian. Hello. Who are you? Huh? Who are you? <laughs> you want to talk to you? <laughs> She's not with anyone. It's the same voice. Was she? This is really. Hello. Is, hello, hello, Vicky. It's not Vicky. V- Vicky, why are you putting on a really bad accent? Where are you pretending you're from? I'm not pretending I'm from nowhere. I'm from the northeast. Okay, of course you are. And I... why? What? And whereabouts in the northeast are you from, Vicky? I'm actually from Middlesbrough. Okay, that's interesting. And what's your name, Vicky? It's Lucy. <laughs> right, okay, but this is, but this is Vicky. It's not, it's Lucy. It's the same voice. It's not the same voice. Oh, this is sad and a little bit embarrassing. Vicky, I'm going to put the phone down now, because it's, it's a little bit... It's not the same voice, Lucy. It's not the it's same not. Not. Oh, well it's done. Well done. I'm going to cut you off just because it's a little, it's a tiny little bit pathetic. That was a little bit sad. It was the same person. <sighs> James is in the chipster, though, and James has got loads of friends, haven't you, James? Uh, yes, yeah, I've got, uh, dozens. Dozens, there we go, that's fantastic. What can I do for you, sir? Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Mmm, she's a beautiful lady. Yeah, it's tasty. Um, no, I was, uh, I was an extra in one of her films. Which, no, what is she, uh, please tell me what, what she's been in. Uh, well, your previous caller was right, she's been in, um, Lost in Translation. Oh, with Bill Murray, where it's in Japan, I love that film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's, that's her, is it? Right, I see, yes. Uh, but she's also in Match Point, which is out now, which is a Woody Allen film. Uh, now, Match Point is supposedly not very good. I haven't seen it. Okay, I don't, I don't know. I've heard mixed things, I don't know. Uh, and, and what, what film were you in with Scarlett Johnson? Uh, it was a film which has yet to come out. It's called Scoop. And, <laughs> and it's another Woody Allen film, and it was filmed in London in the summer of last year. And it's about newspapers, is it? 
It's not about his favourite. Oh, I, I, saw, I thought it was being clear. Well, well, what's it about? Uh, it's a romantic comedy. Oh, dear. I'll stop you there, James. It sounds boring. Well, now, what? what were you, are you a proper actor or are you just one of those people that takes the 45 quid a day and the free food? That's me. Oh, man. Good, well, good. Hats off to you. We love you for doing that. Yeah. Uh, and did you... Did, the breakfasts are great. Did you... Oh, the breakfast... Hey, listen, I've been on those film sets. The breakfasts are great. Uh, and the lunches aren't bad, but the puddings are better, I find. Good custard. Did you meet Woody Allen? Uh, no, but he, uh, he did, um, look at me very, uh, strangely. Yeah, nice one. That's cool. That'll do. And did you, how close did you get to Scarlett? Uh, Johnson? Well, she was about a metre away from me. Is and, she the uh, most beautiful woman in the world? She's very nice, yeah. She's, she's not probably quite the best looking woman in the world, but she's nice. I quite like that, you see. I don't, I don't want complete perfection. I want, you know, a good 98%. I've got to say, you know, I, I think she was a bit sort of miserable. Yeah, she's allowed uh, to be. She's fit. Who, if she's not the most beautiful woman in the world, James, who is? Um, well, oh, that, that's a difficult one. I don't know. I don't know. Um, oh. Come on, James. Bella Remberg. Oh, no, I, no he's, his tongue is in his cheek there. He's the, the fat old woman from Ross Abbott. We all know she's ugly. No disrespect. That's how she made her living for 35 years. And hats off, as we said yesterday, to the ugly woman. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. got an email here. Hi, Ian. Is Adrian Crisp ginger and balding? No. Oh, contraire. Uh, if you want to email, it's ian at lbc.co.uk. Oh, I tell you what, we'll do the phone call in the next quarter, shall we, in, after, after the news. We got a phone call that we did make. Oh, I'll explain it all after we've got the latest LBC, 97.3 Travel News, from Richard Hakea. Let's go to the northwest. Just doing something, sorry. <whistles> That's not it. That's not it. Sorry, we're just doing something we should have done maybe an hour ago <laughs> before we started the show. Uh, you know we do this thing, it was mentioned earlier on when that lovely, uh, old woman called him. And, uh, she, um, oh, we know what that is, don't click on that, for goodness sakes. Uh, she asked me to find, uh, randomly phone up her grandson, which we might possibly do at some point. But we do do a thing, uh, where you can email in, um, and I- I'm gonna talk slowly, Chris, so you've got the 20 minutes you need to find the email. Um, where you can call in, you email in, uh, with the details, the phone number of a friend or relative or somebody like that, uh, if you want me to give them a random phone call. Uh, and that person is allowed to ask me any question they want. Any question they want. It's a really short email, Chris. It's literally, call this person, here's the number, thanks. That's all it is. It's not that one. Um, and uh, you can ask me any question you want, I, I will answer it completely honestly. I've got to say, all of the questions we've had so far have been a load of old rubbish. Awful. The best question we've had was how much do you earn, which I answered honestly. Um, anyway, we had an email the other day, which we've lost, uh, it would seem. Um, I think... No, that wasn't that one. It's not that one. Uh, why are you going all over the place? Why don't you do them... Yeah, it's a strange... non-logical... No, that's not it. There we go, that's the one! Where is that fella? He's that fella. You shall have your dinner this evening. It's terrible, terrible production from both of us. That wasn't a dig at you, sir, on the radio. I wouldn't do that for I'm not the Valen. I would have a dig at you off air. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, the, anyway, listen. Someone has emailed in. Hamza has emailed in saying, uh, Ian, please call Ravi and then give me Ravi's phone number. Thanks, Hamza. That's all it says. That's all the email says. Remember, it's from Hamza. They want me to call Ravi. Well, yesterday, we called Ravi... This is what we got. Bye. Bye. 
Hamza's gave us the wrong number. We never got to speak to Rafi. We got to, I believe it was a, a, just a, a, a not very subtle attempt for us to, um... Oh, look, forward for that to yourself, Chris. We'll have that one at the top. That looks like a good one. People emailing in now for that. Uh, by the way, we're getting some Indian food later on in the show. It's, we just had the email from Suki. It left three minutes ago. I don't know where it's coming from, but it'll be here very, very soon. Oh! It's got a line two. Line two, you're on the air. Oh, they bottled it! Sorry, this is our hunting game now. It's, to hunt, it's this person who keeps calling in. All it says on the screen is crank caller. Do not put to air. And every time we go there, they, they bottle out of it. We'll give them one more go. And if they bottle out again, then that's it. We'll, uh, we'll never let them come on the radio. Um, Ria is in the Beckenham. Hey, yeah. Hey, Ria, how's it going? It's going fine, thanks. Nice one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How you been, Ian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit, a, little bit, a little bit bored this afternoon. Yeah, I know. Not today, not during the show. Yeah. But, but earlier on, I was in the office, I was a little, just a little bit bored. Oh. because today I went and paid my tax, paid my tax into the bank. Yeah. Um, what else did I do? Uh, I did a little bit of shopping. I had to go and post off my tax return to my accountant. Tried to have a doze at about 11, but, um, sort of dozed in and out a little bit, but I didn't really get to, didn't sleep very well last night. Yeah. Watched an episode of Larry Sanders today, which was, which was a good one, one I've not seen before, so that was really nice. Right. Um, played with the cat for a little bit. Downloaded some stuff off the internet. Um, bought a of bread. Um, and uh, I was going to play. Oh, I was going to play on the Xbox 360, and then didn't just because I couldn't be bothered to turn it on. That's bad. I couldn't be bothered to turn yeah, it on. That's lazy. Um, what else did I do? Hoovered up a little bit. Started to clean the bathroom, and then basically I've sort of started stuff, and then just got a bit bored. Tried to clean up the the bedroom. Was going to go to the gym, but didn't. So I'm thinking I might go to the gym after work, but I don't know if I can be really bothered. Um, and so, yeah, you know, just that kind of thing. It's a bit of a grey day, so, you know, it's, um, not sure what to do later on. The car wouldn't start, but then it did manage to start, so that was good. The car, I took it into the garage, and they didn't fix it, because they're idiots there. Um, so if the car doesn't start, what I need to do is I need to tap the fuel pump. The fuel pump is just underneath the passenger seat at the back. If I tap it with the, um, the window, the, the screen wiper, uh, then it kind of, it kicks the fuel through. That can't be good for a car. That you have to tap the fuel pump to, uh, to get the petrol into the engine. So that wasn't brilliant. Um, and what else did I do? That was it. Oh, I had to sort out the post, because some new people have moved downstairs, and they don't know that it's their job to forward the post from the people that used to live there to their new address. So they've put, they just think it's a pile of posts. They put our post in there, so we sorted through that. And that was about it, really. Right. Anyway, Ria, listen, thanks very much for calling. 0870 is the telephone number. More of it calls after this. Okay, so I know who Scarlett Johnson is, although I, I've seen Lost in Translation, but then I lent my copy of it to someone who I don't see anymore, so I, I can't really remember what happens, but she's lovely. Uh, line two, you're on the air. All of which makes me anxious. At times, unbearably so. And that was it. That was all they had to offer. That was the crank caller. That was the best they could do. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? Well, we won't do it again. It's a shame. They had, they had the chance to shine there. Uh, line two's on the air. Hello, line two. Hello. Is that, oh, it's Paul in Labrick Grove. Sorry, sorry it Paul. It is. Hello, Governor. How are you doing? Um, not bad. Getting better. Do oh, This is after your motorbike stunt. Yeah, I've got a couple of busted, uh, well, cracked ribs. Oh. Uh, not very nice, but I'm okay. Is it, have you got big bruises around your chest? 
yeah, my ankle's a real mess. It went septic as well, but it's sorted oh, wow. now. Hey, do you like Scarlett Johnson? Yeah, she's great. Have you seen the front page of the Star? Without being all misogynistic and slightly le- leery and leery, she looks delicious. She is a dessert wrapped in cream with phyllo pastry and fresh fruit. Oh, I feel a little bit nauseous all of a sudden. We've got like a big, big veggie curry coming that Suki has cooked for us. It, it, it'll be safe to eat, won't it? Eat food from yeah. a listener. Yes, we, we were worried, Agent Chris and I were worried that sometimes we upset people. Maybe we'd upset Suki, and he had put in some secret ingredient. It could be James O'Brien posing it, it after could... having lost his race. Yes, it could be. James O'Brien is struggling to fill the last hour. Yeah, it could be, but we'll see, we'll see. Anyway, Paul, what can I do for you, Gov? Um, well, Ian, yes. you know, um, you, you, uh, the other day, I haven't watched EastEnders for ages, and no. the other day you were talking about a boring actor. Oh, but I love her, bruv. But I love her, bruv. But I yeah. love her, bruv. Oh, flipping hell, he came on the other night, Yes. You know. There's yes. an upside and there's a downside, so I'm going to give you the downside first. Please do. The downside is this. Yes. The downside is he is dull as ditch water. Uh, it's just awful. Is, now, is it, is it, is it ditch water or dish water? Ditch water. I never know. It's, it's definitely ditch water, is it? It, it certainly is. Okay. Ditch water's much worse than dish water. Okay. It stinks. Okay. Um, like his acting. Yes. And but I love her, bruv. Oh, but I love her, bruv. But I love her, bruv. Do you know, he, he starts off like, yeah, bruv, no, yeah. bruv, yeah. but I love her, bruv. Yeah. I had this dreadful thought. Yes. What if yes. Vicky Pollard came into EastEnders, got oh. together with him, and he started picking up her speech pattern? I feel a sketch coming on, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bruv, but no, bruv, but yeah, bruv. By the time he got to, but I love her, bruv, they'd yes. be signing in the bottom corner of the screen. Yes. Exactly. I do like the signers that come on about half past. Watchdog with signers, for some reason, it's so much more exciting. It is. It's oh. lovely. And they get very emotional, the signers. Yeah, they, they do. Well. They, they do. Well, they, I think they have to, by, by the law of the signing. But that's the downside. And the upside, Paul, very quickly before we go to the news, is... Well, the upside is I've found a cure for insomnia. Just get a videotape of that actor, put it all together, loads of it, and yes. you'll be... I fell into two comas when he came on. Wow, the, the double coma. That's an unusual one. Thanks, Paul. We're going to move on. Uh, yeah, for some reason, we t- I don't even know this fella's name, but we've taken a dis- instant disliking to... But I love her, bruv. Oh, man, I saw I saw the Vision On refer- reference in Coronation Street. Wasn't it brilliant? The nudie picture of Jack Duckworth. If you paused it, you saw a little bit of his, um... It's Dingle, honestly. It was fantastic. Coronation Street this week has been superb. Uh, anyway, sorry, let me turn to an old man local radio presenter. What's your favourite Russell Sprout? Uh, 0870 is the phone number. We, let's get back on track. Who is your favourite child and why? Who is your favourite parent? And also, are you, have you ever been mistaken for a member of the opposite sex? 0870 Hello you, cuckoo indeed. I've just decided during the news I'm not going to go to the gym tonight. I was going to go to the gym and d- 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 run a little bit cardio because Lucas told me to go. And, yes, no, no, I'm, I'm kind of a fan of the gym when I go and punch my young boy Luke, who's a place me, who's a, a personal trainer I've got there, a uh, young lad called Luke, and he, I go there and punch him and we do a little bit of weights. That's good because he's like cracking a whip. But going there on your own, man, I hate it. And I was going to go tonight, I brought the bag and everything, and uh, but I'm not going to go. And now I've made the decision, the world is suddenly a much better place. Suddenly a much better place. We're getting a curry in 20 minutes. 
Although we found... Uh, oh, let's be a little bit self-referential, it doesn't really matter. Downstairs in the canteen, cut back, cut back, so you don't get plates anymore. You get these horrible little polystyrene trays that don't carry as much food. Yes, it's true. Don't carry as much food. So I had mashed potato and baked bean. It's, it's a, a meal of costing one pound, 50 pence for the mash, 50 pence potato. But I piled it. It's, it's basically the little trays you get are these folding trays. So you put it in one half, you fold it over. In one half I had baked bean, the other half I had mashed potato. So I had about four meals worth. One pound, you have to charge me one pound, that's the law. I beat ya. Who's your favourite child? And have you ever been mistaken for a member of the opposite sex? Now, the reason I ask this is Suki is uh, bringing us, or is delivering, the, uh, the curry. Uh, and I've always known Suki's to be girls. I know it's, it's, uh, it can be used both ways, that name. And so I referred to Suki as a, as a lady. It's a gentleman. For that, I apologise. Uh, but the other day, Monday night, when uh, uh, Alison Bell, Dirty Bell, was filling in for Clive Bull, um, I only caught a bit of the show, but it was a brilliant bit. She was talking to, for about ten minutes or so, to someone, a young person who was wearing a brace. Uh, and this person, it was quite hard to work out what they were saying, just because they just got the brace that day, I think, and they're struggling with it. It's like, you know, if you've ever worn a brace, uh, the first time you get it, it's hard work to speak with it. Uh, and it was all going really well, and this person was going, oh, Alison, you're one of my top three presenters, I think you're great. <laughs> then, it, then it got really awkward at the end. Make sure you don't listen after ten, okay? Uh, I don't worry, I'll be sleeping by then. Good girl. Nice early night, that's oh, what we girl. like to see. Well, boy. Oh, You're a boy? Oh, Jarrell, I'm sorry. That's alright. Oh, that's the worst thing you can do to anyone. Get it, good girl. I'm not a girl, I'm a boy! Have you ever been mistaken for a member of the opposite sex? I've done it. A few years ago, we, I did some filming in a school, and there was, uh, there were about eleven, I think. Ten or eleven. And there was a young boy. It wasn't a boy, it was a girl. And oh, and I felt awful. I felt awful. And there's no way out of it. You can't say, oh yeah, I knew that, I was joking. Or it's just, you can't say that because that makes it worse. Have you ever been mistaken for a member of the opposite sex? Uh, how did you feel? Is there any way, if someone were to make that mistake, and I felt for Alison Bell, it's my favourite bit of radio I've heard in the past six months, it's got to be said, because it's so uncomfortable. Uh, what could, what could she have done to have made it better? 0870 Or do you pretend to be a member of the opposite sex deliberately? Is that how you get your kicks? Is that how you manipulate people? Is that how you get the best out of people? By doing that? Do you kind of thrive on that, not androgynous thing, but, you know, just kind of, you know, mixing the boundaries, man. Hey, man. Ziggy Stardust, man. I don't know why I said that. 0870 The email is ian at lbc.co.uk. Uh, on the subject of favourite children, Anne is in the Twickenham. Hello, Anne. Hello, Ian. Hello, Anne. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine, thanks. I'm, I'm roaring with laughter. You have me in stitches every day. You can't see me for <laughs> it, but I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> what did you think of yesterday's show when we were all polite? Uh, very unusual, but uh, it's still entertaining. I couldn't Boring. phone in because you were so polite. It, it didn't really, um, yes. I don't know. When you're provocative and naughty, you're better, I think. You like me being you naughty. You stir us all up, yes. don't you? Oh, oh God, I... I've fallen into it straight away. Straight away, Anne. You yeah, I love you, naughty babe, yeah. <laughs> wow. Hello, this is good. I like you. Now, Anne. Who is your favourite child? No. Now, I do yes. not understand any woman who has a favourite child. I've got four grown-up kids, right? Um, yeah. Uh, there are things about all of them, each of them, yes. that I don't like. Yes. But I yes. love them all. If I had the best of all of them, I'd have Miss or Mr. Perfection, which is horrible anyway. So but you're can... saying you'd like to put your four children into one super child? No, if I did pick out the... I've said it to them once. Yes. You know, if I picked out the best points of each of them... Yes. You know, the older girl is bossy, the second girl very intelligent, and but quite snappy little thing. Um, the oldest boy... Clever, deep, arty. Boring. 
cynical. No, not boring. Cynical, I meant cynical. A little bit cynical, little but bit realist, realist. Dull. And the younger boy... An idiot. He's driven me... Cra- no, clever, but he's driven me crazy since he was a kid. Yeah. But so I love them all. So, but if you had to pick one... No, no, you no, don't. You Anne, don't. You Anne, 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 Anne. Well, no she way. said you can't, I think, but that was crazy. No good, way, it? no way. I'd like to hear that clip back later. Uh, <laughs> 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 you made me laugh, Anne, I, I can't explain why. <laughs> no. Uh, yes, yes. Now, if you had to pick one... For what? This is the point. If I had to pick one for maybe doing a certain job or for something, no, no. yeah. No, you're being deliberately obtuse, aren't you? No, I'm not. Yes, I'm you being are. clever. No, you're, you're not trying be- to trick you me. You think I'm you're being clever, clever, but you're being stupid, and you know you are, and you know you're not up to the, to the oh, level I'm of argument so I can sorry, give you. Oh, I'm sorry, Ian. I'm saying you, I didn't realise you got off on silly work. I'll be fluffy for you. Shall I be silly? You, you are being silly. <laughs> you don't need to put it on. Anne, <laughs> if you had to pick one... OK, let's do it one the other way around. One for what? Let's do it the other way around. Instead of picking your least favourite child, let's pick your favourite child. Which one is the one, which one is, is, is the last face you'd like to see? I don't have a favourite child. Which is the last one you'd like to see? What do you mean, last one I'd like to see? Don't do what? When I snuff it, you oh, mean? Well, I wasn't going to put it in quite Jesus such blunt Christ, terms. Don't say that, please. No. No, 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 no. They'll all be there. I'm sure they will be. I'm sure they all will <laughs> be there. One will cry. One will, uh, two will cry more than the others, maybe. Surely you'd like that. I've, if, if I, when I go, I've I want decided my... I want a big do. Yeah, I saw that programme about New Orleans yesterday on yes. TV. And you want Alan, Alan Yentob there, do you? Very good. It was a good programme. Yes. You want him at, you want him at your funeral? Why not? Well, why the hell not? I, I think I had a Jewish and, great grandfather. I'm listen, not sure. We're not sure. We've got to. We've got to go to the, to the break. But before we go, just remind me again. Which was your favourite child? They're all great. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, I don't believe you. This is the, the whole faux f- sincerity thing. Oh, I love them all. Yeah, I know you do. And I'm not saying you hate any of your children. I want to know which one do you love just a little bit more? Please, can we have someone phoning up and being honest, please? No more people pulling my legs. And also, ever been mistaken for a member of the opposite sex? The phone number. The lines are quite busy, but keep trying. 0870 9090973. With British Airways. 30. I ain't bothered. Uh, Andy's emailed in. Ian, keep up the good work. When I was younger, I used to prefer my dad because he was the one who would buy stuff for me. Things are easily sorted like that when you're a child. Um, but now I appreciate that a mum is a mum and they are the best things in the world. 0870 is the telephone number. You can email ian at lbc.co.uk. Mark is in the Croydon! Hello. Hello, Mark. Uh, I owe you an apology. Do you? Yeah. I don't know if you recall about a week ago you was doing a little game called Jinx with some lady caller. I, I did. I jinxed someone. It's where we spoke at the same time, and I jinxed her, which means she couldn't speak. Yes. Yeah, and then, um, I spoke to you off air, so I didn't insult you, but I did um, off air. Oh, and, you were uh, talking to Nicole, and I came in and took over. That's the. Call, and you yeah. were calling me. You called me an idiot. Yes, I remember. I, I did. Yes. So I'm ringing up now to formally apologise to you because I have been listening since. It was the first day I'd ever tuned into LBC, and I am hooked now. So I apologise. Hmm. Do you forgive me? Do I forgive you, Mark, for calling me an idiot? Of course I do, Mark! Mark, I love you! Yes, silly you. fool. But you've got to do one thing for me. Go you've on. got to you've got to record a little thing for me. You've got to say, I'm Mark in the in the Croydon and I apologize for calling Ian Lee an idiot. Okay, I'll do that. Away and you go. It as an MP3. No, just record it now and we'll use it. Go on. Okay. I am sorry for calling Ian Lee an idiot. Well, bless you, sir. We'll have that one. And Mark, are you enjoying the show, or are you find Because, let, let's be honest, it is a little bit rubbish. Well, I, actually, I thought yesterday was worse. Yeah, yesterday, yeah, that, that was the polite special. Yeah, it was weird, wasn't it? People do like you being horrible, horrible to them, I think. Yeah, it, t- it turns out. Do, do you want me to be horrible to you? 
If you want to. Mark, before get... You do, before oh, you do... Okay, okay, I'll hold back. I'm, I'm going to tell you to get stuffed. That's what I'll do, okay? But okay. I'll, I'll do that in a second. Yes, go on. Before you do, uh, yes. the best woman, I think, Kelly Brooks. Oh, now, yeah, because, well, uh, yeah, uh, okay, first of all, are you a fan of the Scarlett Johnson who I'm looking at now? Uh, I don't, I haven't even seen that paper. Go, go and look at the front page of the Daily Star, you haven't got a bite, it's on the front page, just pop into a garage. Go and buy some peppers, so I'll go, go and have a look. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you buying peppers? I've got to make a paella tonight. Oh, nice one. Uh, we'll go and look at the front page of the Star. But yes, Kelly Brook, when she did the big breakfast, I didn't think she was anything special to look at, but now, she's got the most amazing body and a beautiful face. She's got a lovely pair of eyes. She hasn't she? Yes, Mark? You know I'm going to tell you now, don't you? Yeah. Get stuffed, Mark! There we go, you see. He wanted me to do that. that I know it was gratuitous. He wanted that. We, yes, uh, he, was, um, he was speaking to Nicole, who was answering the phones last week. Um, and uh, she was looking distressed. I steamed in, took the phone call, uh, and he called me an idiot. Uh, but we've made up. You see, we can be friends. Sherry's in the Woodford. Yeah. Sherry. something much worse than getting someone's sex wrong. Really? Yeah. When you say getting someone's sex wrong, you mean mistaking them yeah, for the male, opposite sex, don't you? You don't male. mean... Yes. The worst ever is saying to someone, when's the baby due? Oh, and no, then no. they turn around and say they're not pregnant. I've not done that myself, but no. I have seen it happen. Yes. There was a that woman There was a woman who used to work on the comedy circuit who, for a long, long time, and uh, she looked pregnant. Someone yeah. said, oh, how's that going? When's the baby due? It, it was some womanly water retention. I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that means. Has that happened to you, Sherry? Yes, I did it to someone, yeah. And was and it just I a fat bird? Get out of it at all. Um, I just... Dug myself deeper and deeper into a hole. Oh, man. What do you say? When someone turns around to you and says, well, actually, I'm not pregnant. Yeah. You, know, you, you could argue. You could say, well, yeah, you are. Go on. Yeah, but Go it doesn't help. Was she just a fat woman? She was a fat woman. Oh, man. Yeah. Man alive. Yeah. Now, Sherry, you've got quite a butch voice. Does anyone ever think you're a man on the phone? <laughs> no. Okay, I I'm just... I think it was that butch. You sound quite manly. Do I? I'd be checking for big hands and an Adam's apple. No, I'm not. No, I'm quite... Feminine, actually. You are quite feminine. Yeah. Okay. I look like Kelly Brook. Oh, you do, you do you really, or are you, you pulling my leg? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. That means that means you've got eyes and a nose. That's the only similarity I believe you share with Kelly Brook is the, the fact that you've got a face. Uh, ever been mistaken uh, for a member of the opposite sex? Uh, after Alison Bell, oh gosh, we we love Alison Bell. We were teasing her mercilessly the other day, um, but um, oh, she told that young lad, "There's a, be a good girl." I'm not a girl. But I, I knew it was a bloke. Rachel's in the Croydon. Hello, Rachel. Hello. Hello. Um, no, I was just ringing up. I was listening to you talking about that. And yes. um, I get mistaken for a man all the time. And I don't think I look particularly manly at all. Yes. But if I'm out with my son or whatever and I've got my back, if I'm like in a shop, for example, and I've got my back to somebody, yes. quite often I'll get a sales assistant come up and go, oh, can I help you, sir? And I'll, like, oh. turn around and they'll be like, oh, I'm really sorry. Oh. So <laughs> let's, let's try working out. Have you got a, what's your hairstyle like? I've got short hair. Yeah. And I've got very short hair. Yeah, like blokes. Um, and so I can understand that. Yes. And I'm quite tall. I'm about five foot nine. Uh, well, that's still, yeah, that's, that's a short, that's a short fella, though, isn't it? It? it would be a short man, exactly. Yeah. A tall lady, but a short man. Have you got a um, man's bottom? No. <laughs> you, you, you've got a feminine bottom? I've got a, a typical pear-shaped, you know, womanly, curved yes. body. Yes, thank you for that. Um, I think the worst time ever yes. was when, years ago, when I was out with my now husband in the car at night, and we got pulled over by the police. Uh-oh. And, he, and, he, and I was driving, and he looked in, and he went... Oh, no, it's all right. I said, oh, I'm sorry. And he goes, oh, no, we were looking for these two fellas in a car. 
And I was just like, okay. So the police... They, they'd just seen, obviously, two people in the car with short hair. Yes, they thought I you thought were maybe bloke. that Crikey. was... You know, and does know. it up, does it upset you? Do you find it funny? Does it get on your nerves? Um, sometimes I find it funny because they're more embarrassed than me. Yeah. Um, when I turn around and go, uh, hello. Yes. <laughs> but sometimes you think, it's, do I look? Ma-? You know, you have to kind of sort of look at yourself, going to think, do I look particular? Oh, it's my short hair. Have you I ever know. tried to not? Not. not I'm going to say tart yourself up. I don't mean that. Try to make yourself ter- terrible, terrible. It's 2006. You can't say. Ever tried to make yourself more feminine to to, to avoid have- that? I have grown my hair before, and when I had long hair, I never got mistaken. That is true. Um, but um, I hated having long hair, and mm. it drove me insane, so I got it all cut off again. Um, and um, But, you see, because I'm tall, I, like, yeah. I prefer wearing things like trousers. Yes. So, you see, it just... And I don't... I can't wear high heels, because I can't walk in them. No. So, you see, I kind of... And I do prefer things like jeans, boots... You know. Well, hey, Rachel, listen, as a, as a gentleman myself, I prefer you in jeans and boots. It's an excellent look. You can't go wrong. I'm cutting you off, um, partly because I feel we've reached the end of the conversation there, but partly because Agent Chris has typed on my screen, I'm getting food. It's highlighted. The curry is here. I don't really want to talk now. I just want to taste this. I am worried. I once, many years ago, um, I did some awful local radio thing, uh, and we, I got give, we got given some cream cakes. I have never been so ill in my life. That night, Sweet Lord, I was in, I was delirious and in agony, and oh God! Fingers crossed, Suki hasn't poisoned us. I'm, I'm sure he won't. He sounds like a, a, a top fella. Um, oh, that, that button stuck. Uh, oh, I know nine oh nine seven three is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, uh, we're asking who is your favourite child, and please, can we be honest? Can we be honest and just say, yeah, okay, I've got two kids. I prefer him over her. She's my favourite. I'm not so keen on him. I love them both. But if I had to choose, she'd win, definitely. Um, and also, have you ever been mistaken for a member of the opposite sex? Ian, it's on the email. I love my fr- three sons, Freeman, Hardy and Willis, equally, and always will. I hope today's show is more exciting than yesterday's. Be rude, Ian. It's great. Fred from the Felton there. You can stick that up your bum. Someone asking, um, when is David Priever coming back? Uh, Ian, can you wish Mick a happy birthday, says Anne in Devon. Yes, of course we can. We don't do that very often. Mick's top bloke. Uh, Ian, I have two children. My daughter is my favourite girl. Oh, it's a joke here from Clary in the Elstree. My son is my favourite boy. But ultimately, I love my dog more than anyone. As in the words of Cat Stevens. Uh, 0870 is the phone number. Oh, 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 we need two correspondents to give us a call. Big quiz, big day. Uh, Jens says, Ian, have you ever been mistaken for a radio presenter? P.S. Bring back David Preet. There was that one. Uh, Derek says, Ian, you are to LBC as Nick Leeson was to Bearings. Thank God for alternative radio stations. Hopefully you get this before the boss- bosses pull the plug on you. I love it. People think I get upset by these, but I genuinely love it. It makes my day reading them. Uh, ever been mistaken for a member of the opposite sex? Who is your favourite child? And we do need two correspondents to call in very soon, please. <laughs> oh man, that is good stuff. We were worried that Suki was sending us in. Suki, you, have you? Can you give us a call for goodness' sakes, man? I need to talk to you. Have you made this stuff yourself? Because this is the most amazing Indian food. I've just had uh, some of the pakora. One of the pakoras. Oh, it's got a kick to it, hasn't it? Eh? Got a kick to it. I need to take my cardigan off. Delicious. That that dipping sauce for the pakora is just gorgeous. <laughs> Uh, and not, not, uh, the, I don't know what it's all called. Anyway, basically, Suki has sent us in some amazing food. It's all turned up. 
wonderfully packaged. It's all vegetarian, I think. Give us a call, man. It'd be great to talk to you, and thank you very much for that. It means I've now got a runny nose and a slightly burning mouth. <laughs> and I'm going to keep nipping out to chomp on some food there, so I apologise for that. Oh, Suki's just emailed in. What does he say? Uh, it just says enjoy. Just says enjoy. Fantastic. <laughs> Ever been mistaken for a member of the opposite sex? And who is your favourite child? Muna is in the Chigwell. Hello, Muna. Hello, Ian. I've got I'm a... always being mistaken for a man on the phone. What? Do you look like a fella? No. He's always on the phone. You don't um, sound like a bloke, though. I know I don't. That's what bothers me. I'm actually a funeral director, and yes. I do Muslim funerals, and whenever uh, clients phone in, the Islamic way of greeting a, a man would be brother, and the female would be sister. So yes. whenever clients phone up, I go, yes, brother, no, brother. Yeah. And uh, they're always calling me brother, and I'm always going, um, I'm actually a girl. And one particular client continued yeah. to do it even when I told him I was a girl. Oh, no, really? Yeah. And you, but you do, you do correct them, though. That's a good... That's, that's good. I do, and I laugh. I know they must feel embarrassed, because I'd feel embarrassed doing it, but mm. um, and when they come, I always sort of, when they do arrive in my office after doing all this sort of talking on the phone, I always say, oh, see, I am a girl. And they say, wow, um, how can I mistake you for a man? You do look like a woman. No, they don't, you... actually. They just normally lower their heads and go, mm, yes. <laughs> I think it's more to do with the fact they think they're going to speak to a bloke. They don't expect a woman on the other end of the phone in, in my trade, so... Yes. Is it, in the, in the world of funeral directors, is it unusual for a woman to be the boss? Um, yeah, but particularly in Muslim funerals. Oh, really? Um, yeah, they don't, because women don't tend to attend funerals, uh, and they don't tend to be involved in it at all. Oh, what, even now? Really? Yeah. Wow. It's, it, I mean, most of the other Muslim funeral directors in London, they're, they're all run by, um, either by mosques or, or by, like, companies that are run by men, and there's no women involved unless it's in the preparation of it, and, and they don't normally talk to clients on the phone, so... Muna, listen, there we go. Thank you very much. We are asking, by the way. Good girl. Yes. Have you ever been mistaken from the opposite sex? Let me play this Alison Bell clip again. This is Alison, who we love. Dirty Bell, we love her. She was filling in for Clive Ball the other day. Good ten-minute conversation speaking to a young person who'd just had braces installed, uh, so it was a little bit difficult to work out what they were saying. Getting on really well, and this young person said, Oh, Alison, you're one of my top three presenters on LBC. Uh, and then it, oh, it just ended a little bit awkwardly. Make sure you don't listen after ten, OK? Uh, I don't worry, I'll be sleeping by then. Good girl. Nice early night, that's oh, what we girl. like to see. You're a boy. You're a boy? Yes. Oh, Jarrell, I'm sorry. That's all right. Well, if you will be named after Superman, then that's a straight... No, he was Kal-El, wasn't he? Uh, <laughs> oh, has anyone ever got your... I was at a thing the other night, and uh, this fella kept calling me, um, kept calling me Mark. Kept calling me Mark. And he's one of those people who say... You know some people, they say... The, the person they talk to, they'll say their name quite a lot. Chris. I say, well, Chris, uh, it's interesting you mention that, Chris, because, to be honest, Chris, and he kept saying my name a lot, but he kept saying Mark, and it, uh, no way could I say, that's not my name. And it was really awkward and, and embarrassing. I didn't know what to do. Has that ever happened to you? What's the best thing to do, then? Because like, it was rude of me to interrupt him. Sorry. I am genuinely, my mouth is sweating because of that food, and it stinks in this, this studio has just been cleaned. There was a young fella in here cleaning it today. It stinks of curry. Stinks already, but excellent stuff. Uh, Bibi's in Bullet. Hello, Ian, how are you? Hey, Bibi, how's it going? It's going fine, thank you. I don't really like you, but I like listening to you, you know. I listen to you every afternoon. Um, hang on one second, sorry, let me just process that in my brain. You don't really like me, but yeah, you but... like listening to me. Can you explain that, Bibi? Because it well, makes no sense. 
I've heard you being quite rude to people. No. And, you know, saying shut up and stuff no, like that. No, that's really not me. Them, but your show is great. You're really thinking like of Nick Ferris in the morning or Clive no, Balls. No, you. No, it's definitely you. No. When I pick up my kids, I... David Prever. You're thinking of the, the guy who used to be here, David Prever's. And my kids don't like you either because they're not allowed to talk, yeah. you know, in good, the car good. when your show's on. Good, I good. Say, oh, shush, let me listen. I've got to listen to Ian. Bit of re- they, they should have like a bit of respect, either. yes. Yeah, I know, I good. know. Yeah, anyway, um, I just want to comment on, you know, because I heard that caller, you know, who's got the four children and she was saying it's really hard. You see, you yeah. don't have any children. No. So you don't realise what it's yes. like. But when you've got kids, yes. I've got three. Yes. You just cannot pick a favourite. But which one's your favourite out of the three of them, baby? Oh, I don't have a favourite. But you must have one. No, there must be I, one. No, I yes. love them for all various reasons. I know, but which one do you love for the most various reasons? Oh no, all of the, all of them. You know, it's just equal. Oh. It is equal. When okay, 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 okay. Understand? Uh, no, no I, I don't think I will. I will. I, I can't help but have a favourite child, surely one that I just feel a little bit closer to. No, no, definitely not. When you have children, you'll understand it. Okay, baby. I'm trying to think of a way of doing this that isn't in any way tasteless. Hang on a second. Let me see if I can find a way that's not tasteless to do this. Um, Hang on one second. Okay. Um, 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 No, I can't find a way that's not tasteless to do it. I was going to do the old if you had to give a kidney, but we won't go down that route. Uh, But which which one's your least favourite? Oh, gosh. Um, Well, they're all... I mean, my my son's very um, moody. My little girl's cheeky. The youngest is sport, you know, so... So the son's the least favourite, the youngest is your favourite? Oh, no, 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 That's what you were saying. That's what you were saying. That's what you... BB, that's what you were saying. No, I... That's what you were saying. That's why I said I don't like you. That's what you were saying, though. No, that's, that's not what I said. That's no. what you what you said was you don't like your son and your youngest is spoiled, therefore your favourite. Oh no 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 no. Bibi, no. thanks very much for the call. I think we proved the point there. The first person brave enough to admit that she has one child, this is more her favourite. Uh, as Hakea popped up, dig in there. Hey, oh man, oh it's Helen down there. We, we, this is good food, isn't it? The man that made it, it's Suki. Hey Suki, how's it going? How you doing, here, mate? You all right? Man, did you make this food yourself? Yeah, of course. It is, because it's all turned up, it's all packaged properly and labelled. Helen behind the glass is going, why has someone ordered you food from an Indian <laughs> restaurant? I was saying, no, the, the fella's made it himself. Yeah, well, I, t- I told you uh, on, on the email, I was, um, I'm actually planning to make a, a TV pilot. Yeah. A cookery programme. Yeah. And so, um, we're actually looking around for a presenter to help me do it, because I'm actually not very good at those sorts. Hey, well, hang on a second, I, I, I know James O'Brien, I can put you in touch with oh, him. Oh, no, no, we're thinking about someone more... <laughs> We need a bit of com- comedy value, and mm-hmm. I think... Um, Clive Ball? No, 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 no. Basically, what I'm looking for is someone to stand there and take the mick out of me while I cook. Okay, okay. Well, uh, let me think. Uh, oh, I know Richard Bacon's uh, free at the moment. <laughs> you know what I'm getting to. Suki, man, I'm there, definitely. <laughs> if the food's as good as this, I'm there. I'll have some of that. L- l- send me an email. We'll have a chat. But this is this is all... Pl- just, just assure me, because I've been brokenhearted in the past, there is no fluid or drug in here that I shouldn't be eating, <laughs> is there? Just to be sure. Because Chris yeah. has just put a big mouthful in his gob now, I can see. <laughs> No, it's all safe. It's all legitimate. It's all safe. Uh, how long... Man, listen, you've sent us so much. I feel that I should be doing something for you. Um, I think you should play Nantucket Sleigh Ride. Oh, no, you... Uh, yeah. Mountain. You sent that to me, didn't you? Yeah, I sent that to you as a clip. I, I haven't got it. You, you've got to play it. Oh, it's, in, it's on the wrong computer, so I can't play it at the moment. Look, I found it's there. Bad. How can you get it on the right computer, then? Can I send it to you again? You know, we can do it. I tell you what, Suki, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. Agent Chris is promising me he's fuelled by spicy food. He'll have it ready for us in five minutes. Oh, that's it. And we'll play it just for you. Excellent. Just the last bit. Oh, man, listen, you're an absolute legend. We love you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Take it easy, my, my friend. We'll speak soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Wow. All we had to do was play a, play a record for him. I'll do that. 
I'm a little bit high because it's. Please make sure you leave some for me out there. Uh, those behind the. Uh, that, oh, bless you. There you go. You see, it's, it's like um, it's like going to a, a buffet. Helen's made me a lovely plate. Isn't that nice? <laughs> oh, get, listen, I'll keep these seats. You nip up and get something from the buffet. Is that all right? Oh, dear. It's like a slightly lazy show, and as much as we're, we're eating some delicious food sent in by a listener, not something we do every day. Normally, it's a little bit self-indulgent, a little bit naughty to do that, but he has made us some good food. Um, oh, dear, but I'm a little bit windy, Pops. What do we need? Oh, we do need... OK, sorry, let's, let's, let's uh, do some business here, shall we? We need two correspondents to call in uh, for the 538 Daily Correspondent Update. Uh, 0870 9090 is the telephone number. We're looking for that, because uh, we'll be doing that at 538. After 6, we'll be taking a call straight to air and playing an MP3. We've got a brilliant MP3 that someone sent in today. It is genius. It is genius. One of the best ones we've had. Uh, Ian, during my late teens, I was mistaken for a woman by some kids in the park, says David of the Edgeware. Are you a man or are you a woman, they asked. These days, I am bearded and balding, so not much chance of that happening again. My favourite child is Gary Coleman. Well, yeah, that would help you. Ian, one does not have a favourite child. Each, this is, the subject heading is wake up child. This is from Mary. It's a little bit rude, I think. Don't like Mary. Already I've gone off Mary. Wake up child. Shut up, Mary. One does not have a favourite child. Each child is different and comes with his, stroke her, individual qualities, personalities and needs. No human is perfect, but each child is a delight pleasure. What does that mean? If you address him, her with respect from day one. You obviously have no children or a very spoiled or jealous child. If you were missold an endowment... Man. Sorry, I've got really runny nose now. And I'm drinking water and you shouldn't drink water when you're... This is, this is the best food. Suki, I've got to apologise. Agent Chris cannot uh, play the song today. We'll play it for you tomorrow, I promise you. Uh, the computer's gone a little bit uh, crazy. That's how I was emailed in. Ian, answer this on the radio. You don't have kids, so who do you like more? Fifi or your beloved cat? Well, it's the cat. Because she's helpless. Riff is in the Isleworth. Hello, Ian. Hello, Riff. Hi, how are you is, doing? Is your name Riff? It's actually short for Rifford. Rifford? Yeah. That's a great name, I love it. So I'm having great difficulty speaking just because my mouth is on fire. Oh, you're enjoying a curry, I feel like one. Oh, man, is, this, is, this is better than the stuff you get in the restaurants. This is fantastic. <laughs> Delicious. Not, not as good as my own. Oh, ha prove it to me, Riff. Prove it by sending some in on a motorbike. <laughs> no. Maybe, maybe I will. Okay. What can I do for you? Um, well, I mistook somebody. I mistook their gender. Yes. I was actually waiting outside some TV studios. Yes. Um, I'd seen my favourite band. I'm not going to name them. Who are they? Um, okay. Um, they were Duran Duran. And I <laughs> hey! Oh, no! When, when was this? Was this recently or first time um, round? This was last year. Oh, man, they're all um, quite, quite they chubby now, aren't they? Shut up. All, the Simon Le Bon's got a bit of a belly on him. Yeah, but he's still a sex on legs. He's still fat sex on fat legs. Yes? <laughs> I don't mind a bit of meat on my men, actually. So. Yeah, I know. He's not got a bit of meat. He's got a whole cow, cow on him, for goodness sakes. Yeah, anyway. Oh, well, Yas Yasmin's still with him, so what can I say? Yes. You, you are a proper fan, aren't you? I are you a little bit of a stalker when it comes to the Duran Durans? Oh, completely. Good girl, okay. So, I was waiting outside to get their autograph, yes. um, and there was this um, young boy or girl, I couldn't work it out. I think I thought he was a boy. Right. Or it was a boy. Yes. Uh, had very short hair. Yes. And was quite chunky and was wearing kind of long shorts. Yeah. And so I thought it was a boy, and he was 
pushing and shoving and trying to get to um, get the get the autograph as well. But I could tell he wasn't a real or it wasn't a real fan because yes, you could just tell. I think it was he was one of those people that collects autographs and then goes and sells them on eBay. I've seen those people. Yes, they're freaks. I, uh, they are. Freaks. They are freaks. I, I detest them. I really do. Yes, um, and they're a pain to the real fans. But anyway. So, um, yeah, and the real, fa- real fans aren't a pain to the star, are they? Well, you know, we keep them in business, what yes. can I say? Uh, yes. Um, but, um... I'm scared, so, of, I'm scared of Riff. I'm scared. <laughs> I, I'm scared of you a little bit, but go on. You have no reason to be scared of me. Okay. Um, so I got into a bit of war of words, and I must have called him something or other... Uh, implying that it was Why did you get into a war of words with him, it? Oh, because they were pushing and shoving the real fans. Oh, he was man. him and his mates. And, um, you know, they were there to collect autographs to sell on eBay. Yeah. Which I would never do. No, that's, that's so, bad. So, um, it's got into a bit of a war of words, as I say, and, um, I, I perhaps used some obscenities or expletives, I don't know, I got a bit mad. Indoor language, you so, use swears, yes. <laughs> and I implied that it was a boy because it looked like a boy, and um, and then rather like the caller who was speaking to Alison. Oh um, yes, yes, yes. You, the recording agent. Make sure you oh, don't on, listen the, after ten. That one, that that one there. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Said, I'm not a boy. I'm a girl. And kind of screeched, and then of course that was great because then I just had a big laugh about that. Me and my friends, my yes. fellow stalkers. Yes. So that was good. But the other thing yes. I wanted to mention was I've also been. On the receiving end of such a faux pas. You're boring me now. Yes. Okay, Ian. Sorry. You're boring me now. It's listen. It's not me. This is an automatic computer that kicks <laughs> in. I, I have no control over it. Try try again. Go on. Carry on. Okay. Well, I was mistaken for being pregnant. You're boring me <laughs> now. You're boring me now. Riff, You're, boring me now. You're boring me now. You're boring Thank me you now. You're boreing me now. You're boring me now. How do we stop this? We stop that. I, do, I can only apologise. It's a computer. I have no. I have no control over it. Do I, Abby, in the South Kensington? No. <laughs> oh, she was boring, wasn't oh she? My God. <laughs> but I, I feel sorry for Duran Duran if that's the kind of fans they have. I know. It's tragic. Her name is Riff, and she's boring. <laughs> Yay, this is more like your old self. This is good. Yeah, come on, baby. <laughs> you love it. I'm coming at you. I'm fueled by Curry and Scarlett Johansson. Oh, that's not fair. I want Curry now. Oh, man, it's the best. Uh, Chris, what are you eating? Have you got, uh, what's that you've got there in your in your Welsh mouth? It's no idea, but it's delicious. Uh, Abby, carry on talking, son. I need to eat. Go on. Okay. <laughs> I always wanted to talk about my favourite parent, and it's my mum, because she's great. And I'm sounding like Vicky from Croydon now, but I don't care. Okay, since Ian isn't talking, you're listening to Abby from the South Kensington on LBC 97.3. Um, Ian's um, tongue has been grabbed by some curry, so he can't talk at the moment. Sorry about that, folks. Um, you're kind of stuck with me instead now. Can you come back now, please? Well. <laughs> um, talk to me. This isn't fair. Go on, quickly. <laughs> I've said what I wanted to say. My mum, she's great. <clears throat> well. Why, why is she the best? Sorry? Why is she the best? Because she's similar to me and my dad isn't. Uh-huh. Why, why I not? Relate, I can relate to her more easily. She talks about things. She's more open about stuff than my dad. you got brothers and sisters and stuff? Yeah. Do you, yeah. Think, you're, do you think you're their favourite? Nope. <laughs> no, I think... I don't know which one of my sisters is, but I think both of them joined. Say hello to Alan, Abby. Hi, Alan. Hi there. Hi. How are you? 
I'm all right. How are you? I'm well. Where are you calling from? Well, I'm, at the moment, I'm in Enfield Highway. Oh, OK. What are you doing there? Uh, I'm around my mum's. Oh, cool. Yep. Is that just for, like, today or...? Pardon? Is that just for the day or what? No, I've just come home from work. I've just got... Oh, right. my... Yeah. My mum picked up my daughter from school, so I've got... Oh, cool. How old is she? Ten. You... <coughs> Sorry, I shouldn't be saying that, should I? <laughs> Pardon? I shouldn't be saying that, should I? Why's that? <laughs> smirk from Ian there. Oh, right. <laughs> we sit in the curry, don't we? You, yeah, you enjoy the curry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we'll, we'll just take it. Do, do you want, listen, Alan, Abby? Yeah? I need to go out and get some more curry. Can you stay there for a minute? Okay, I'll just talk to... No, just just stay there for a second. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. We'll get more from Alan and Abby after a little bit of this. <laughs> Bromsgrove Electrical Supply. Oh, that sounds like someone's <laughs> just finishing it a curry. It does, doesn't it? He's obviously back from his bowl. Go on. <laughs> Hello, Ian. All right. Yep. How's the mouth? Oh, man, this is delicious. Every, uh, everyone's out behind the glass now eating curry, so... <laughs> Can you describe it for us? Because you're sort of, you know, mm -hmm. full of it, the whole, oh, it's delicious, it's amazing. What's it like for us? Can you give us a sort of audio? I've got a runny nose. It's very hot. No, 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 no. We don't need graphics, just what it's like, what the curry's like. It's, like, really nice and stuff? Yeah, and more adjectives, please. Well, what do you mean? It's well, nice, it's hot, it's spicy, it's delicious, it's tasty. Well, that's better, that's better. What's in has it? Your, has it made your lips tingle? Do you know what? Yes, my lips are tingling, and uh, yes, very much so. And your uh, lower jaw has gone numb? Yes, a little. It's, it's getting numb. It's not ridiculously spicy, but I am sweating a little bit now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I realise it's very rude to be eating on the radio. But do you know what? <laughs> it's tough, isn't it? <laughs> it's tough. Uh, you, can't get, you can't get LBC on, on the DAB all over the country. Can't you? No, only sort of in the London region-ish. Oh, okay. And then maybe a little bit, there are pockets where you can get it. But you can get it on Sky. Yeah, but they haven't got Sky. They live in the Dark Ages. Oh, man, they've got to get Sky. Sky, Sky Plus is brilliant. Yeah. ITV4 oh, showing Larry Sanders. Anyway, <laughs> listen, I wasn't listening. I don't know. Did, did you both make your points you needed to make? No, I didn't. Oh, Abby, <laughs> you, you've had four <laughs> minutes to talk to him. <laughs> Sorry. Alan, oh, oh, Alan, you've got 15 seconds. What did you want to say? I was phoning in about uh, mistaken identities. Yes. The, the caretaker at my daughter's school... Yes. ...tried to kick a boy out of the boys' toilets to go into the girls' toilets just because he's got long hair. Unbelievable. In my day, that was the dream to go in the girls' toilets. But it turns out they're exactly the same. 08709090973. More of your calls after the latest news. Yeah? Who are you? Uh, I'm another phoner. Hello, you. It's the last hour proper before the bonus half an hour. I apologise. I've been neglecting my duties in the last 35 minutes. I'm back on track. Uh, I've been spurred by an email from Katie. Ian, stop being so lazy. It is your job to present this programme, so stop eating and start presenting. Katie, you're correct. I apologise, London, for uh, messing around uh, and eating a wonderful... Uh, very quickly, again, Suki, thank you so much for that. Everyone has been up from the office, and if you haven't been up from the office, come up from the office. Don't stay for too long. Don't like people hanging around here. It's a little bit off-putting, but come have some food. It's true, though, isn't it? It's, it's true. <laughs> okay, listen, we do need... Oh, sorry, we've not been focusing the last half hour. Let's concentrate now. We do need two correspondents, please, to give me a call for the 5.38 daily correspondent update. We haven't got any on the phone. Uh, I need to print off some correspondent updates. I can do that in a little bit. That's fine. We do need two on the phone. The phone lines are very busy, so please keep trying, because uh, next week I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to randomly take out a correspondent from the list. I say random, take out. I, I'm, I'm implying with, with, with a rifle, but I'm not. I'm going to remove one of them from the list randomly. So, if you don't want that to be you, then make sure you give us a call now. Also, uh, who is your favourite child? We've got an excellent email from Heidi, who's in China. The China. 
in Quinzhou. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce it. Quinzhou, Quincy, in the China. Ian, I have six children. You think you would think that was enough to be getting on with? I don't like any of them very much. They're all so young and stupid. They behave in a childish manner. It's all so juvenile. Perhaps when they are older, I will like one of them better. I will keep you posted. Thank you, Heidi, for that. There you go. You see, I we've not had anyone being honest yet on the telephone saying yes. Ian, I will say this. I've got two children, three children. I like this one more than the others. This one is my favourite. Because they look after me. Because they, 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 they shop for me. Because they're just a nicer person. For what, even if it's something superficial, because they're more attractive. Because they have more money. Because they've been more successful. Because they do what I tell them to do. Because I don't know why. Who is your favourite child? Be honest with me. I'm not going to have anyone else phones in all wishy-washy. I don't have a favourite child. No, I love them all the time. I'm not having that. I'm not having that. I want to know who is your favourite child. Also, have you ever been mistaken uh, for a boy, uh, or for, for someone of the opposite sex? I'm trying to think if I've been mistaken for a girl. I don't think I have. Don't think I have. People have got my name wrong. It's weird when you're having a conversation with someone and they're calling you Mark and, you, and you're thinking, mm, okay, he said Mark once. Uh, he, said it, he said it three times now. I can't correct him. After once, you could possibly correct. Twice, maybe you could correct. Three times, you can't. That's it. You're marked to them now. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Agent Chris is looking as though he wants to say something to me. I shall be silent for a few seconds. I don't. I apologise. Chris is speaking to me. Chris, you get called Christina by whom? By Chicago? Is that some game you play? People over the phone. Well, you do sound like a lady because you've got um, quite a, an effeminate Welsh way about you. You know that the way that some Welsh, they're quite uh, quite camp. Some Welsh people. You've got that. You've got that that Welsh campness about you. They are. Some of them are, oh, it's lovely, is it? Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> Chris was doing, trying to do an excellent Indian accent for me earlier on. It was, it was very amusing. <laughs> Helen, get Chris to do the Indian accent for you. It's excellent. Uh, while they're doing that, just letting them have games behind the glass, because they're not interested in the show. No reason they should be. Stephen is in the barnet. Hello, Stephen. What? You what? 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 You're on the air. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, right, Ian, hi. Who are you talking to, then? I was talking to Ricky next to me. Sorry. How's Ricky? Is he right? Yeah, he's fine. Well, he's going to speak to you in a minute, because he wants to put you straight in a couple of things. Oh, crikey, OK. Right, I phoned you up last week about Rondo Viniciano, do you remember? <laughs> yes. Oh, well, you the one that's seen them in concert? That's right. Well, yeah, good boy. The Hippodrome. Anyway, yes. I forgot, you cut me off really rudely right in the middle, just before I was going to make another point, and that one was actually in Grange Hill. Whoa, whoa, hang on a second. Your songwriting partner? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, funny enough, we come to see you quite a lot, because we're signed to Chrysalis, so we work in the same building. Well, well, well what songs have you written? Well, I won't go into that, but... Well, go, go into it. <laughs> well, no, he can explain it all to you a bit more clear, a bit clear. Actually, what? if you want to know one of the songs we've written, funny enough, yeah. it was Marcella Woods' song, Beautiful. Marcella, but this is all. This yeah, is. Like, I know it's getting very intense. This is very like Marcella is the lady who recorded the excellent jingle yeah, for us right. the other day. Very well. Yeah. This is craziness. Okay, so. And, oh, right, okay. Anyway, so let, so uh, your your songwriting partner is your songwriting partner Ricky. He is indeed. He's standing he, next to me, and he was in Grange Hill. Was he? Was he Roland? No, no, he wasn't Roland. Okay. Everyone asked that. He was actually. What was your character? Well, let me explain it to you. But anyway, basically, he sung the line that you were taking the Mickey out of last week. Out, uh, all you want to be is be yourself. I was, oh! I was just so nice. So he wants to put you straight in a couple of things because he thinks you got the sort of intonation a little bit wrong. Okay. I'm going to stick you on to him anyway, all right? <laughs> Ricky! Hello, mate. Are you all right? I'm fine. You were in Grange Hill. Well, yeah, well, I don't really like to talk about it, but. But let's talk about it. Well, Who were you in Grange Hill? I was. Yes. I was, and I, I didn't hear the show. I mean, I've been watching you on Rise, and. That I like. I loved you on that was too, I, don't, I don't like talking about that. No, that was great. That was <laughs> great. You. I thought you were good. Who were you in Grange Hill then? I was. 
But I, who, don't, I don't really want to talk about Who that. were you in Grange Hill? If we're talking about Rise, we're talking about Grange Hill. Who was I? Yeah. Um, Ant Jones. Oh, now, um, hang on. No, no. Oh, no, you, you the good-looking one. The really handsome one. With the dark hair. The, did you cop the off with... amazing looking one. Did you cop off with Callie? No, oh. that was like in real life. But oh. I didn't cop off with her in real life. Okay, hang on a second. Uh, uh, intention. Uh, uh, welcome to the unofficial Ricky Simmons and Jones homepage. Yeah, hang on. It's good, isn't it? It's coming up. We're just, we're just having a look at... Yeah, man! Got, I've got nothing to do with that. No, I bet you haven't. That's have a stalker. That's a stalker. I like the jumper you're wearing there. Two grand from Foster's. <laughs> We got, you had to do what you could in those days. L- Ricky, listen, we've got to go to a break. Can you stay there? Can we come back after the news? OK, but I've only got four hours. Uh, well, well we, we won't need you for that long, I promise. Well, we, there you go. James O'Brien spends a week hunting down Bamba Gascoigne. We get Ricky Simmons, a.k.a. Ant Jones, from Grange Hill, like that, without even, without even wanting him, to be honest. But he's here, which is excellent stuff. Uh, got, I want to find out what songs he's written and how to do the line from Just Say No. Uh, excellent stuff. This is all... This is all t- are you sure there wasn't LSD in that curry? Because something is, something has taken a very surreal twist. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Uh, we'll speak to Ant after this. Time can seem like an eternity. This has been the weirdest show I think I've done in a long, long time. It's been very odd. Uh, free curry has been delivered. Uh, we've up- had a row with an old woman, uh, and then the other day that was me belching. Sorry, yeah, I think it may have been. Uh, that's not pleasant, is it? No, c- take that out when it goes on the podcast. Me being windy pops. Uh, oh. I've got really bad wind. <laughs> I don't think I can do the radio anymore. Um, anyway, the other day we had a guy called Stephen in the barnet call in who'd been to see Rondo Veneziano. Don't ask, I can't even bother to explain it. He's called back because he didn't tell me he was in a songwriting partnership with Ricky, who used to be Anne Jones in uh, Grange Hill. Ricky, are you still there, sir? Yes, I'm here. I'm sorry to keep you waiting for so long. That's all right. Now, how are you? I'm all right, I'm ha- all right. Are you still in the band Protocol? Um, no, we've, we've actually disbanded. Oh, was was uh, Stephen in Protocol? Steve was in Protocol. Which one was Steve in Protocol? He was the, um, one with the long blonde hair. Okay. Um, I don't want to tell anyone this, we never even got a record deal with that act. No one would know it. Oh, I know, I know, but I'm just looking at... People can search it on the net, they'll see a photo. I just had a look, hang on, I can't, uh, oh, this this thing is... You don't want to concentrate on Protocol. Okay. No one else concentrates. He's not, he's not, Steve's not the big fat fella, is he? Is he, is he quite, um... There's, there's one fella that's... Quite looking, quite German looking. Yes. Yeah, that's him. That's, that's him, okay. He's lost weight, he's doing alright. He's a good lad, okay. He's alright. So, and you're now in a songwriting partnership? Well, I'm not now in it. I've, I've been in it a few years. Yes. Um, so I am, I suppose technically I am now in it, but yes. it's not what I've just started. What have you just, okay, so what, what, where are you? What are you doing? Well, look, I'm in Barnet, and, yeah. you know, the, okay. the only reason I wanted to have a word yeah. is uh, I heard you were singing The Line. Yes. You know, a couple of weeks ago, and... Uh, I just wanted to hear how you were singing it. Which, li- which line was it? The don't listen, don't listen to... No, 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 no that wasn't the line. That wasn't the line. <clears throat> Remind me what the line was. Well, I, I, can't, I can't say it. It's, it's a bit like the, um... It's a bit like De Niro with the taxi driver line. He, he doesn't say it. He you can't... never say it again. It's on that same but, level. But then he does it. He does it in, um... He never says it. He no. never says it. You, you see any interview with him, he won't say They ask him to do the line, and what? he won't say it. Are you talking to me? Well, that's the line, isn't it? Because he does, he does that in Rocky and Bullwinkle. Well, that, yeah, but that's obviously a film, isn't it? Oh, yeah, OK, that's he, not... He won't say... I it's thought it was like a documentary. when Elton said he'd never sing the song again after the funeral. Yeah, they're all about the Lady Diana being a candle yeah. and stuff. Let it light, let it light. OK, well, can we... Agent Chris, I believe we've got the song. Well, no, I... Basically, Wait. I want to hear the way you were singing. I can't remember what the line was. You were cutting everyone off, yeah. apparently. And oh, Steve tried to... I'm having a row with Anne Jones, this is cool. I just want to make sure you were in tune and you were doing the right kind yeah, of... Well, get... St- can Stephen tell me what the line was? Is, is, have we got two phones in this place? Is there another... Get another phone, Steve, you fool! You were in protocol! Get another handheld! What is that?
what's going on. He can, he can tell you the line. Get him to tell I me the line. He can sing it. He's not very good. I'll, I'll sing it if he tells you what the he line is. The music, you say. I'll write okay. Take me out of the line up. It wasn't that line, was it? No, that wasn't that line. no lyrics in it. Okay, okay. Hold on a minute. There he is. He's going to tell you the line. I don't think he'll say it to you. Okay, this is weird. Oh, I'm sorry about that. He gets very touchy about it. Doesn't he get a bit touchy? He can't hear us now, can he? Are you standing next to me so he can? Okay. He's a bit touchy. I can't believe I'm having a row with Aunt Jones. You know, really, technically you're not having a row. It's just, you know. Okay, what was the line that I've got to sing for him? Okay, the line is, all we got to do is be yourself. Okay, I'll put him back on. I'm going to put him back on. Okay. Ricky, can I do, I've got, go I've got to do, the, I've got to do the run up to it, okay? Yeah, well, well the, the bit before. Yeah, okay, wait. Yeah. Don't, was that bit before? I, was, I, I don't know, I'll sing it. was Roland, wasn't it? Roland, I only want to help you, you Roland. Yeah, I, here we go. <laughs> don't listen, don't listen to anybody else, all you gotta do is be yourself. No, see, you've gone on yourself. Yes. You're, you're <laughs> going down when you should be going up. All you gotta do is be yourself. No, no. Not not too far up. You've gone like two way off. You went way off pitch. Oi, oi. Try and keep the line in the same key. Don't change key halfway through the line either. <laughs> go down right on the end, but go up. It's got an upward. Go down right at the end, but go up. What go does that go mean? Down. The line goes down on yourself, but then you've got to do a little kind of no, nip up. No wonder protocol split up if this exactly. is what you like to work with. All go you got to do is be yourself. No, you, you, you're singing it. You, I'm doing it. Complete. All right, listen, St- Ricky, stay there. L- listen to this. This go is on. the song. Go on. Here we go. It's a lot slower than I remember. You know what? If you need to play the whole song because I've got a meeting at six. Yeah, don't worry, don't worry. It's, it's, it's only the 12-inch version. All right. Here we go. Who was this? I think that was McCluskey. Oh, Mrs. McCluskey was hot, man. That's the one that drowned in the swimming pool. Yeah, yeah. No, just say no, Give us a running commentary to it, Ricky. Faye Lucas. Faye Lucas. Faye Lucas. Keep telling us who these are. Faye, didn't you? Go on. The sports teacher's daughter. Here we go. Ready? You ready? Now listen. All you gotta do is be sad. Oh, it's so stop that! All you gotta do is be yourself. Right, just lower one. Oh, I did! I got it exactly as you did it. Low, you were an A. Take it down to C. All you gotta do is be yourself. One lower, that was B in C. All you gotta do is be yourself. Perfect. You weren't singing in tune though. You got it. You got it. Did you do that silly program with Justin Lee Collins when they got some of you back together? Of course I didn't. I've got dignity. Good boy. Good boy. Do you know what I mean? I do the proper shows. You. Yeah, you do local radio. Do you, do you know how many shows I've turned down in the last 20 years? Um, two? One. Wh- which was that? It was that one that you just mentioned. Oh, really? Yeah. So, what the, the, you, you can't get a gig acting again? Can't get a gig, can't, can't get a woman, can't hold down a job. Man, you, you must get a woman. You've not lost all of that beautiful thick hair, have you? It's all gone, mate. I'm bored. No, oh, man. The chicks loved you, I remember. Yeah, I know. I don't know what happened. Ricky, listen. It's that a, was tough. It's a pleasure to talk to you, sir. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Call in any time you want. Okay, it probably won't be ever again, though. God bless you, that's fine by us. Excellent stuff. And Jones, from Grange Hill, talking us through Just Say No 
Oh, man, you know that's the truth. I- I'm not being funny. We don't normally um, do this kind of retro things. We think they're a little bit naff. But every now and then, it's good to get one of these. And that was an LBC 97.3 exclusive. And there's me trying not to belch all the way through it. It don't get no better than that. Wasn't that odd? Wasn't that odd? Wow, wow, wow. Ah, Tom's in the Kingston. Hello, Tom. Hello, that was weird, wasn't it? Well, wasn't it weird getting told off by Aunt Jones because I was singing his line wrong? To be honest, he wasn't doing a brilliant job on the record himself, was he? But never mind. Tom, uh, so, what can I do for you, sir? Um, about getting mistaken for a different sex. Yes. Um, well, I've got quite long hair. Yes. And, um, I, uh, I actually went to a party before and, um, it was, it was just... There, there were supposed to be no boys allowed. It was just supposed to be girls. Girls' party. One of the best parties in the world, yes. What a yeah. theme for a party. Only well, girls. <laughs> well, I was invited, along with one of my other other friends, who's also, um... Effeminate. Uh, boy. Uh, yeah, and, um... So, we, uh, we both turned up and stuff. But yes. Because we didn't know this before... Yes. Uh, the girl who, um, whose party it was has quite religious parents. So yes. You're not allowed any... She's not allowed to have any boys around her No. So, um... Religion. Yeah, so, um, we had this plan that as soon as there was a ring on the doorbell, we'd run out the back door. Yes. Go around the back gate and we'd be out there, but, um, they were videoing with their cameras. What? On on the, uh, on the mobile phones. Yes. And, um, I got caught on one of them, and for some reason her parents were going through a mobile phone, uh... Tom, stay there! Back after this! Big quiz, big prize. Story, Tom, what happens? Um, basically, I got caught on the mobile phone footage, but they thought I was a girl, so she got away with it. Nice one, fella! Religious girls-only parties. No boys are allowed to go there because of religion. Wow. Uh, 0870 I've got to say, got a correspondent update coming up at 5.38. We ain't got no correspondence. Um, we need a production meeting. Here's the news. Ah, oh, dear. Uh, Pete in the Guildford. Hello, Pete. Hey, Ian. What up? Well, uh, what up, my friend? Wagwan. I've got to say, at 5.38 every day, we have a daily correspondent update. So far, no correspondents have called in to take part in this, Pete. Well, I can correspond on something if you want. You could what? I could correspond on something. I, I, the thing is, I can only understand one in every three words you're saying to me. Oh, God. <laughs> Again, I've got yes. that sort of voice, don't I? Yes. Yes. Oh. Well, listen, bless you for offering whatever you offered, but you just do what you've got to do and we'll see what we can fish out of it. Okay, well, uh, I, I, okay, uh, not a uh, clue, not a clue. Not a clue. I'm clueless. Okay, Coke, Tesco's, do you know that stuff sucks? He said sucks, I got that much, I got that much. Damn it! Why can't you understand me? Nope, I can't make out head and a tail of it, I'm afraid. <laughs> I will have my vengeance upon you. No, I, I've not got a clue. Anyone getting this behind the glass? No, Agent Chris? Hello, no. no. Anyway, anyway, dude, dude, um, if you heard that or understood it, I wanted to talk to you about how everybody, uh, mistakes me for a girl. I can't show. understand anything you're saying, but I'm trusting you're being decent and, and, uh, so you carry on talking and just cough when you're finished. Away you go. I hate you. 
understand. I can I just uh, say, and I, I cannot understand a word that uh, Pete in the Guildford is saying. Uh, we're just letting him talk, uh, let him get it out of his system, and then when he's finished, he's going to cough so that we can end the call. Carry on, Pete. Yeah, I'm never going to cough. For the call, Pete, call again. There we go. That was lovely. Not a clue. It started off, I could make out one in every three, but by the end of it, I, it meant nothing to me. Absolutely nothing. Well, Chris, you've not brought me any, any emails for a very long time. I, I have, but... But one. Well, why don't you go and get them? It's the stuff in your face full of lovely curry. Uh, well, I will read this very slowly. I really need to to belch, and I, I'm so sorry. This is not what radio should be. You shouldn't be a lanky idiot who's a little bit windy, Pops. Um, um, it's quite a boring email. The only email I've got is quite dull. Oh, luckily, here comes the producer. Good work. Chris, how many correspondents have we got on the phone now? Zero. Oh, man, this is not good! Oh, Ian, can I be a correspondent? Can I be a correspondent? And then they don't live up to their job. Okay, listen, this is the deal. At 5.38, I'm going to stand up. Is that all right? Because I think it'll make me less windy. I'm going to stand up. Oh, that's a little bit better. I'm standing up. Don't do this. Uh, this is how Foxy does a show. Seriously, I went to Capital once and saw Foxy doing a show, and he does it like this, standing up, sort of bouncing around. Uh, listen, at 5.38 every single day, we have a correspondent update. Uh, we have uh, correspondent updates on the email and live on the phone. I have neglected to print any of the emails off, so I haven't got any here, and none of the correspondents have called in to fulfil their live positions. What we're going to do, we're going to play the correspondent music, clear some of the lines, Chris. If you're a correspondent and you want to come straight to air, 0870-9090-973 and do a live correspondent update. We'll put you straight to air while the music is playing. It's time for the daily 538 daily correspondent update. Brought to you every day. Daily. Perfectly. Well done, correspondents. Thank you for that. No one's getting fired as of now. That's good stuff. I'm going to carry on doing this standing up till the next quarter at the very least, because it's quite relieving on uh, my belly. I've got a big fat belly, man. Anyway, what are we talking about? At six o'clock, don't forget, uh, we take your calls straight to air. Uh, partly because we're being a little bit lazy, partly because we don't know how to fill. We struggle to fill three hours, so for goodness sakes, what do we do with the extra half an hour? Uh, we take your calls straight to air. We are still looking for you, of course, to send in your MP3s, little bits and pieces, what you've done, record yourself and put together. Don't send in songs that you've heard that you think I'll like. I haven't got time to play them, and our computers here are rubbish. They don't have enough memory for me to store them, so I just—I don't even listen to them. I just delete them. Unless it's something you've made yourself, I just delete them. If they're over two minutes long, I had a brilliant rap song. It was four minutes. I deleted it. It's got to be between... It can be as short as you want, but no more than two minutes long. If you, you, Whatever you want it to be. It's something that you've made and put together. You can email it. Ian at lbc.co.uk, or if you want to send it on CD, if you go to the uh, LBC website, uh, the address will be there. 
that you can send it to. Gloria is in the Boreham Wood. Hello, Gloria. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm fine. Gloria, how are you? I'm all right. Why have you suddenly got all echoey and distant? Because what it is, I'm standing up for the first time ever doing the show, and I was just bending down here to write something, and then I'm back up again. Okay. It's quite good standing up doing the show, except I can't make eye contact with uh, Helen uh, or Agent Chris, which is not brilliant. Or the microphone. Or the... Yes. The what? Yes. Hello. Hello. Anyway. Hello. Favourite children? G-L-O-R-I-E! You know what? Yes? Before I continue with my favourite children... Yes. I think you should take lessons for singing from Nick. Really? Mmm. Nick who? I don't want to be nasty, but just, just ask Nick to give you a few points. Nick who? Pardon? Nick who? The man! Nick the main man! What? Nick Ferrari! Oh, Nick Ferris! Who? I thought you were educated. No, I'm not up at that time of the day. You're not, well, I didn't ask you if you were up. You're awake. Don't, don't, don't make it vulgar, Gloria, for goodness sakes, I you're better. It, you, you've called mind. in to tell that's me who your you're... That's your mind. That's your, de- this is the, the typical mind of a Nick Ferris listener. Filth! <laughs> Filthy! Yeah, did you know what, I was, I was a lady till I heard you. Yes. Yes, right. You've called in for, to tell me about who your favourite child is. My favourite little boy. I've got five little boys. Yes, and who's your favourite? And my favourite yes. is my oldest. Oh, here we go. At last, some honesty. Yeah. Why is he your favourite? Because he looks after me. There we go, you see. That's good. And he's big and he's cuddly. Yes. And now my 15-year-old is giving me the most strange look. He sounds like a stroppy little so-and-so. 14. He's not stroppy. He's, he's 14, Mum, not 15. Oh, do you know what? He's in like eight days' time. So well, he's counting? four. T- he's fourteen then. Who's uh, Who's counting? Who's your? Well, he is. Who's your least favourite? I haven't got a least favourite. But do you know what? I'm only. I'm only yanking your tra- your chain because what? Because I had four Ooh. sons yes. and one husband. Right. But I always say that my husband is my biggest child. Right. I see what you've done there. Yeah, that was clever, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, 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 no. No. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't clever. It wasn't clever. It wasn't funny. It was rude. Hold on. Hold on one second. Do you want to say hello to my... to my... which one? My 12-year-old or my 14-year-old? Who do you want to say hello the, to? The, the 14-year-old. All oh, right, hold on. Ian Lee. LBC. Who's Ian Lee? LBC. Hello? What do you mean, who's Ian Lee? I invented hello. comedy on, on television. Who do you mean, who am I? Ian Lee, LBC. You know Ricky Gervais? Ian Lee, LBC. You know Ricky Gervais? Um, you know yeah. Ali G, the, the the funny man. Yeah. I invented them, my friend. Really? Yeah, sort of. Your mum's a bit weird, isn't she? Oh God, she doesn't shut up, does she? <laughs> no, Tell, no, she doesn't. Just say, Mum, shut your face. Yeah, that's right. Nice one. Well, listen, are you gonna have a good birthday? Yeah, I will. Thank you. What are you looking? For, what are you hoping to get? An iPod. An an iPod. Uh-huh. Excellent. Well, this is going nowhere, isn't it? <laughs> Thanks very much. Bye bye. It's standing up is weird. It, it's more comfortable to stand up, but it kills the show. It's it's well, apples and pears, isn't it? Which one do we go for? Comfort or, or rubbish radio? I, I think we should be self indulgent and go completely for the comfort. <laughs> Weirdest shows I think we've done in a long time. It's Tommy in the Rotherhive. Uh, you know. Hey, mate, how's it going? You're right. I'm alright. You've not called him for ages. We had someone. Someone sent in a wanted poster, I've lost it now, asking to, to find Tommy in the Rotherhithe. <laughs> he said, wanted dead or alive, preferably alive. So that's good. There, there was a hit out on you. How was your mum? Because she was in hospital, wasn't she? Yeah. She all right? Yeah. Nice one, send her my love. Uh, what can I do for you, sir? Um, you know, um, today. Yeah. Uh, you know, they do always do that. You say if you draw in the FA Cup. 
They did what? You, you know football? Uh, uh, yes, you know I don't know much about football, so oh, be gentle with me. Go on. Yeah. But they always have the FA Cup, and if you draw, you do like, uh, another game at the other team's um, home ground. Yeah. And if Millwall beat Everton tonight, yeah. we've got to play Chelsea. But, uh, but Millwall won't beat Everton, will they? Because yeah, uh, Millwall are rubbish. Everton. Millwall are rubbish, and Everton are much better. No, they're not. Y- yeah, they are, though, mate. No. Mm, yeah, they are. They're not. Yeah, so, so, and you'd have to go to Chelsea, would you? Um, yeah, no, we'll, they'll come to us. Oh. But you won't beat Everton, though, will you? Yeah. Will you? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Are you going to the match? Are you watching it on telly or what? Um, my brother's gone. Oh, and he didn't take you? No, because he's at Everton. Oh, you don't want to go all that up there. You don't want to go to Liverpool. Yeah. No way, man. Rubbish up there. No, no. So if you, okay, suppose in Millwall, now you know I don't know much about football, but um, if, if I had to support a team, it would be the Chelsea Blues. Yeah. Because they got taken over by uh, a Russian billionaire, which I think is quite cool. Yeah. If they beat, if they play uh, Chelsea versus Millwall, who's going to win? Chelsea. Yeah, they're going to win easily, aren't they? Yeah. You know it's, you know it's the case. Tommy, yeah. so, did you hear the show yesterday when we were, we were being all polite? Um, no. Mm, so we, I'm not sure whether I should be polite again or not, because I kind mm. of liked it, but a lot of people complained about it. Mm. <laughs> it's a strange one, isn't it? Yeah. Tommy, listen, thank you very much. Give us a call tomorrow. Let me know who wins the football. Um, what? It, oh, yes, it is, isn't it? She looks like a foot. Ian, this is... Uh, Winnie, in her older years, from the Wonder Years. Do you remember the Wonder Years? This is this is the girl from it. She's lovely. It says, Luke, um, she is quite nice. Although she does look a little bit like a foot, which is an odd look for ladies. Uh, uh, now, Stephen's in the barking. Hello, Stephen. Evening, Ian. Good evening, sir. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. I need a bit of advice, Ian. Yes, sir. I can give you any advice you need. Okay, you gave some advice out the other week about your, the cat and moving the water bowl. Yep. I've done that, yep. and now my cat drinks about two to three bowls of water a day. Take it to the vets. Okay. Seriously, so it'll have something wrong. That probably means it's either a diabetic or it's got something wrong with its kidneys. Oh. If it's if it that way to jump to conclusions, I know I know my cats. Uh, if it's if it's seriously drinking three bowls of water a day, right? How big are the bowls? Are they like breakfast bowl size? Uh, not quite, like a standard Felix cat bowl. I'm aware of the uh, the understanding. If it's seriously drinking three a day, you should take it to the vets. Okay, I've got a joke as well. Okay, this is this is a nice conversation. Let's let's hear it. Uh, did you know that Elton John's getting divorced already? Uh, no, I did not know that. Well, that's very sad. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the telephone number. Uh, do you suspect the cat thing was a ruse just to tell a uh, an Elton John joke? I don't know. I seriously don't know. Uh, Ian, I do that favourite thing on my missus all the time. Usually, oh, picking the favourite child. Usually with two sinking ships, she hates it. It is well funny. I got her recently. She wouldn't admit her favourite brother, so I mentioned both of their names while asking who's your favourite. Her eyebrow twitched on hearing Andrew, so I deduced he was the favourite and promptly told them both of my scientific findings. She lied, of course, saying there was nothing in it. P.S. What's your favourite? 360 game. Uh, it is, of course, Call of Duty, Volume 2. Alan's in the Bedworth. Hello? Alan! Hello, yes. Hello. Um, just a quick question for you. Yes, who's sir. The other, who's the other famous commentator renowned for doing his show standing up? Commentator? Yes. In, 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 in what respect? What, sports commentator? Yes. I don't know. Larry Walker. Did all of his shows standing up, all his Grand Prix <coughs> commentaries. Right. Not interesting? 
Um... You're boring me now. 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 Thanks, Alan. Bye-bye. I, th- I have no control over these alarms. They're set off by a computer. It's this new system we've got. I don't... What? <laughs> was I being a bit harsh there? Was I a little bit harsh? A little bit. It was boring, though, wasn't it? What a strange thing to phone in and say. Formula One, if you mean by F1, yes. The, the motor racing. It, Murray Walker was the one that w- 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 would say silly things, like, he's in first place and there's no one ahead of it. He'd say those stupid things. You know, he was, he was an idiot. Murray Walker, I believe, was an idiot. Uh... Um, yes, a phone-in show. I'd like some more calls. We're saying there's not many there. What's, St- what's Sten's beef? Put Sten on. Sten? Oh, where's Sten gone? Put Don on. Let's find out what Don's beef is. We're gonna have a section called What's Your Beef? Don, what's your beef? Hey. <laughs> we don't start phone conversations with oi. Uh, this Don has definitely got a beef. Go on, Don, what's your beef? I've got a bone to pick with you. I just phoned you up just now. Yes, sir. Right? And you made all those funny noises, and then I said, Mr. Lee, and then you cut me off. Yes, sir. Right, now, how can you have... I don't know. Oh, wait, 7090909973. We haven't even started. I'll have one after the break. Uh, don't forget to <laughs> It's weird. It's a weird one today, isn't it? I'm sure... Suki seemed like a nice fella. I'm sure there's something in that food that is, is, has blown my mind. It's like 1968 in Los Angeles or something. Uh, 0870 is the phone number. If you want to give us a call, be brave. Tell me who your favourite child is. Ever been mistaken for a member of the opposite sex? Do you do that deliberately? Do you kind of play the ambiguous sexuality gender card, you know, to get a bit of attention, to get what you want? 0870 We spend so much time at the office. Stay Hello, Joshua. Hey, how are you? Hey, man, how's it going? What can I do for you? Uh, I wanted to say to you that you are the best DJ on, not DJ, presenter since Captain Quinn. Hello? Since who, Captain? Kenny Everett. Kenny Everett. Well, hey, listen, that's very kind of you to say that, sir. Thank you very much. And just for that, I want to send you something. Yes. Which I think you might appreciate a lot. Go on. It's Head. What? By the Monkeys. The, the motion picture? Yeah. Joshua, hold your posting. On, on video. I've got it on DVD, my friend. I'll, I can give you on video cassette if you want it. I, well, I've, I've got it on video cassette as well and DVD. I've seen that film over a hundred times. All right, I just thought you might like. Let me like tell it. you one thing, son. Nobody ever lends money to a man with a sense of humour. Don't call me, son. I'm forty-five. No, I'm quoting from the film. <laughs> Old man. All right. Uh, 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 hey, any of you guys see Mickey David or Mike? No. Okay. You do. You, have you seen the film, Joshua? Yes, I have. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Not too bad. Oh, okay. I've seen better. Uh, you can cut him off. He's dissing my film. Mario in the Wilson, you've got 30 seconds. What can I do for you, sir? How you doing, man? I'm fine, you Mr. Journalist. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. What are you doing phoning up the news? No, nah, man, I've seen a man trying to top himself, man. Wow, wow. You guys know what's up. You well, know listen, what thank you for that. Mario, you've got 10 seconds. What have you got? Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Oh, he's a legend. He knows, he knows, he knows radio better than I knows radio. Ain't that the truth? He's darn good. Hey, listen, if you've just tuned into the show, you've missed all of this. Oh, is it me that... <laughs> so slack. Today, 
We have been discussing who is your favourite child. Not many people have been brave enough to call in and say, actually, I prefer this one over this one. And after Alison Bell filled in for the mighty Clive Bull on Monday evening and embarrassed a young teenage boy by calling him a girl, we've been asking, have you ever been mistaken for a member of the opposite sex? We've also had ex-members from Grange Hill calling in, a row with an old woman, and it's probably been one of the weirdest shows we've ever had. It sounded... A little bit like this. Okay, let's start again. Lost in translation is what's good. And that was my gift to you today on Thursday, the 18th. Jean-Pierre. Okay, we hand it over to you now. After six o'clock, we take your calls straight to air. There's a seven-second delay. So don't do no swearing. Don't do no shenanigans. Oh, by the way, thank you again, Suki, for the lovely curry, which we did, I forgot to mention, uh, in that run up there. We're playing an MP3 that someone has sent in that we found quite amusing uh, and entertaining. It's all very, very nice. Uh, 0870 is the phone number. We'll be taking your calls live straight to air after the latest LBC 97.3 news headlines with Sandy War. Owner. Ah, it's the last half an hour. I'm really stuck. I should not have had that curry. Partly because I'm stuffed, I feel a bit ill. Uh, but also because Heather Jingles is standing behind the glass, uh, giving my, my team, my crew, my posse, uh, a right royal ticking off for stinking the place out. And I sincerely, sincerely apologise, sir. Please accept my apologies. And don't fire... If you have to fire anyone, fire Chris. He's the, the, the most useless out of the three of us. But uh, it's a close... It's, yeah, well, it's a close call, isn't it? Okay, I'm gone. Never mind. A lot of people asking where David Priever's going back, so, you know, maybe we can sort something out. Uh, okay, <laughs> listen, please. We're taking your call straight to air now. Uh, uh, 0870-90-90-973 is the phone number. There's a seven-second delay. So don't do anything naughty or sweary, because you'll, you'll be dumped, it won't go on the radio, and you'll be blacklisted from calling the station. So it's a waste of time to everyone, really. Uh, line number one, you're on the air. Hello, line one. Oh, let, let me press this button here. Hello, line Hello, one. Hello, my friend. One second. Would you, would you stop talking to Agent Chris, Heather Jingles, because you're making him press the wrong buttons? Hello, my friend. Good dang, good dang. Good dang, good dang. Good dang, good How are you? <laughs> Very well, thank you. Ian, I've got a bone to pick with you. Yes. Right, you're talking about gender. Yes. You know who I am. I'm Habiba, obviously. Have, have we spoken before? Yes, I was telling you about the 70-year-old that I tagged to wrestle with. I'm not sure I remember, but okay. Last week you were talking about when is it too old to play fight? Um, I don't think we did that topic. Yes, last week. On, on, this, if... on this show? Yes, and you were asking no. me if I slept in coffins and all no, kinds of things. I don't think, I, I would not have asked that, that's inappropriate. Are you sure that, well, w- you that wasn't... Did. You sure anyway. that wa- You sure that wasn't Danny Baker? No, I don't speak to him, I only speak to you and Clive. Okay, alright, I'm a little bit confused, but okay, yes. Anyway, well, we asked the phone call... You what's, your, and... what's your beef? You called me Butch. Whoa, whoa, hey! Now, I don't think I sound like a bloke. You've already spoken to my sister, and we sound identical. Hello? Hello? You called me Butch. Hello? Hello? Yeah, all right, Habiba. Ian. Hello. Yes, Ian. I know you can hear I think, me. I think we've lost a there. That's a shame. She did sound a little bit Butch, though, didn't she? A L- little bit manly. But that's not a bad thing! Line two, you're on the air. Giving priority to political work is a revolutionary work method emanating from the requirement of the idea for rousing people's ideological awareness to resolve all problems. By keeping political work ahead of all other work, it is possible to increase the voluntary enthusiasm and create activity of the masses greatly so as to press ahead with the revolution and construction. 
it sticks sometimes. Maybe I don't click it properly. I'm not really bothered. Line three, you're on the air. Hello, Ian, I'm going to admit it, this is me. I want to know if I can get work experience with you. This is Ben from Hemel Hempstead. Oh, no, it's not. It's Ben from the Temel Hempstead. And you're, you're banned. No, please don't do this. And you want to come have work experience here. Oh, please. Why don't you go and get a job with Uncle Robert Elms? Uh. Yes. <laughs> what noise was that? Line four, you're on the air. Hello, Ian. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hello. Is that Gemma in the Enfield? Gemma in the Enfield. I recognise your voice. <laughs> How are you? Where the hell have you been? I'm sorry, my old, you... ca- my old car, I didn't you... have a radio in it. Don't give me the... You used to be one of the most regular callers. I know. We even had an ex-boyfriend propose to you live on the air once. I won't be, I won't be Gemma in the Enfield anymore, though. Why? I'm going to be Gemma in the Camden. No. Oh, really? Yes. What's happening? I'm moving home. Oh, OK. There's no other reason. Are you, are you getting married at last? No. Are you f- moving in with a fella? I am. Uh, are you in love? Yes. Well, it, is it going to last? Yes. How long have you been seeing him, please? Uh, a while. How long's a while? A while. Three months. A, a while. Th- less than three months. No. Th- three months. No. Four months. I'm not, I'm not telling you. It's four months. That's not long enough to know whether you should be moving in with each other or not. <laughs> Don't do it. Can I tell you what I got for Christmas? Yeah. I got a new car. What car did you get? A Daewoo. Oh, my car's rubbish. I, don't, I can't listen to people who've got new cars. She used to phone all the time. Then she stopped phoning. Line three, you're on the air. you, whoever that was. That was, we'll, we'll just leave it for a minute. That was some pretty good, cool editing there. Thank you. Well, that was good. Oh, wait, 7090 is the phone number. Taking a call straight to air. We're going to have a break for, uh, from this for a few minutes, though, for the news uh, and some bits and pieces. And when we come back, we'll play an MP3 uh, that uh, a young chap called Ricky has sent in. We think it's borderline genius. As an investor, you want a property that... Your MP3s, they can be... A lot of people are doing jingles for the show, which is fine. Uh, a lot of people have been remixing Barry. Again, that's fine. Do what you want. Just don't send me songs that you've heard that you think I might like, because I just delete them, don't listen to them. Uh, this uh, is from Ricky. Ian, it's me, Ricky. Here's my MP3 thing, and it's proper good. <laughs> I love it! You may get to hear that again on Friday. On Friday, we play the best from the week. So maybe that's the one. That's from Ricky. If you think you can do better than that, uh, then have a go. Uh, let's take your call straight to air for the last eight minutes of the show. 08709090973. Line one, you're on the radio! Like the theme to Gary show. This is the theme to Gary show. The opening theme to Gary show. 